All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 131. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? You know, um, you should be grateful, Fred, that I have a voice to grace you with tonight. Yeah? Because a few days ago, no voice. Ah, uh, yes, yes, you, know? you did. Actually, now that I'm projecting a little, <laughs> you can almost you can almost hear it a little bit. Now that I'm sort of like talking out loud, you know, yeah, lost my voice out of the blue. You know, that's why that's why I was late. You know, doing a show. Yeah, well, at least it came uh, back. I'm I still sound like I've been <clears throat> smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. But. Yeah, my you know my son's been sick, and of course you know you don't you don't like quarantine your son and stay in a different room. Take yeah. care of your kids. So yes, you know, I've been please with him don't a lot. Do that. Parents, please yeah. don't do that. It's yeah. problematic. No. Get sick for your kids. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So you'll be like, you know, I was with him for a while, and then I, I was like, oh, good. I didn't catch his funk. And then all of a sudden, it's like I woke up one morning, and it's it's actually, if, if I'm being okay. honest, buddy. Yeah. Last show we did, fucking destroyed me. So. Remember I said when we did the show, like I said, I slept like four hours the day before. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I got to get up in like four hours tomorrow, you know? And I was like, I haven't slept. And when uh, I woke up, when I woke up uh, Monday morning, I was like, done. <laughs> done. No voice, sore throat, uh, all that good stuff. So that. That staying up with no sleep and like fuck yeah, it it wasn't probably the the best for me. So, but I recovered throughout the week. But then I was still feeling a little bit coming up this week. That's why I wrote you. I said, you know what, buddy, I could do it, but uh, I'm gonna take another day or two here to make sure I'm I'm good to get some rest. You know. Yeah, and I think that's good. Also, those who listen to our show know we usually record on Sunday nights, so. By the time you get the show on Friday, a lot of time has passed. We are mm-hmm. recording this on Wednesday night, so actually on on eleven two. So this comes out on eleven four. So <laughs> you're getting it pretty timely. <laughs> timely, and we will have like three days to play nothing. Yep. <laughs> before we record our next show. The good news is I'm starting new games. Like I like it. I, I finished up a bunch of games. Although trees. Before we get started, I wanted to point out. <clears throat> You asked me what the date was right before we started recording. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at my drink. So um, I'm back on. I think you hear me talk about this. Like I try to do one month every like three where I go like on a health kick. So November's like mm-hmm. my health kick because October was a motherfucker of like not healthy living. Um, and so uh, <laughs> some people would probably say this is still not healthy, but I'm not drinking right now. And uh, I grabbed a G Fuel Sonic energy drink for tonight. Nice. Which uh, tastes a lot like the Crash Bandicoot energy drink, but don't tell G Fuel. And I will definitely not tell Crash. Um, But it made me think of this. Do you know what's in six short days? It's a Sonic game, right? Your Sonic Frontiers comes out with your fancy schmancy steelbook. Yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, what's it? Because I'm sorry, Fred. Everything I watch on that game, I'm into. So I absolutely hope it's so good <laughs> you convince me to buy it. 
That's my hope. Holy shit, I watched people play it and I'm like, that looks fucking and, and I believe uh, you. <laughs> well, there's no word on my steelbook. I hope they actually ship the fucking thing with the game. I believe it comes with the game if you got it from GameStop. I think you have to get it from I GameStop. I hope so. Yeah, you do. That's game and I hope they send it. There's no messaging in my order anywhere that mentions it. I can understand your concern. So, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Like you said, I'll match in there. I'll match in with my game and my receipt. <laughs> like, I don't know. You crack open a, a box somewhere. Bitch. Wherever you nerds are hiding them so you can give them to your <laughs> nerd friends. Crack one open. Give it to me. Now. So. Now. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. Uh, games are uh, coming out. I don't know that I'm playing any of them, but they are coming out, Trees. Mm. Well, it's good. Yeah, I love games. I heard Modern Warfare is fun. Uh, Modern Warfare 2, sorry, is fun. I, I have no doubt I uh, wait for Call of Duty these days. Um, mm-hmm. I've bought all my Call of Duties <clears throat> a little bit later at Gamefly, probably about three, six months from now. And right now I'm Fortnited like crazy. So I was like, eh, I've got something to play when I need online mm. shooters, but I'll eventually get to it. I'm looking forward to that. And we got a bunch of other stuff. I mean, shit's just coming out. Like, I know people don't like Gotham Knights, but then other people want to, like, say they like it, like what you want, mm-hmm. guys. It's okay. Don't worry about what reviewers say necessarily. But, but yeah, lots of stuff uh, on the horizon. The new uh, God of War is around the corner, too. And... Oh, yeah. I'm looking at December, man. We still got more. Need for Speed Unbound, which I don't think you or I are going to day one that. <laughs> no, um, those but, Need for Speed games have passed me by. I don't really uh, get I still door. like going back to them, but I like them when they're on Game Pass. Like they're all on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I'm loving them there. I mean, but the last one I really liked was the first one Criterion did when they bought Criterion Hot Hot Pursuit, or which was the first one Criterion did. Are you talking about when, uh, well, we can just look it up. Criterion, but, they bought Criterion, right? EA, right? Yeah, and they did, and then I their first game they did made, Rivals. I swear, I think it was Hot Pursuit, right? With the cops and the, and they did all the shit they did in Burnout. They had billboards, they had fucking, you could smash people. I believe that is I, the one you're thinking of. Yes, so in 2010, after they acquired... Yeah, I think this is it. I think you're right. It is Hot Pursuit. Yeah, that was a, that was the last um, Hot Pursuit game. I I mean, the last Need for Speed I played was that. So they one. were acquired in 2004, but yeah, they didn't do. Uh, let's say in mid 2006, there's a lot of talk. Blah 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 blah. But it yeah, basically they were acquired in 2004. But they didn't release anything until 2010, which was Hot Pursuit, like you said. And then they did their, uh, they did Most Wanted too. They remade both of those. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They did Burnout Paradise and they did Burnout Revenge under EA, but Burnout Revenge was in the hopper by the time they were purchased. And I've never played Burnout Revenge. I recently grabbed that on. um, It's pretty good. On 360. Um, I missed the circuit racing. Of burnout. That's uh, that's the one thing I, I, I thought, I thought um, um, Paradise City or whatever. I thought that yeah. was fun as like, 
doing like little missions and shit, like doing check mark things. Mm-hmm. But the racing sucks. You That's get what lost, I heard. you take a wrong turn, you hit a dead end. It's like, ugh. Because you go so fast and you're in an open city. Yeah. And it basically just gives you point A to B. And um, there's any way you can go, but you're going so fast. And it's like, it's. I miss the circuit racing of just a closed circuit and you just have fun. And that's what revenge was. But yeah, so. Invisible walls, baby. <laughs> people got mad because people were waiting for the next burnout. And yeah. they were waiting. There was all this shit, right? That was supposed to happen to Paradise City, like planes and boats and shit. Like, yep. there was all these rumors. And the next thing you know, they're like, nope, um, Criterion's been pulled off of that to make the next uh, Need for Speed. And everybody was like, fuck you, fuck them. And then basically, they yep. just made a burnout with the Need for Speed name on it. Um, yeah, and I have both Maybe of those, well, but Was it Hot Pursuit or Most Wanted? Those both sound familiar. They both came out. 2010 was Hot Pursuit, and then they remade. So when I say remade, they didn't like they didn't carry anything over from the previous Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Remember, Need for Speed Three was Most Wanted, right. but so they took that concept and made their own version of it. So uh, okay. I'm looking at their stuff. They actually had a ton of releases. So 04, they were still on their own. They were under acclaim, and they released Burnout Three Takedown on PS2, Xbox. Then mm-hmm. they do Legends on PSP in the EA name. They do Burnout Revenge, which was a cross-gen. It was PS2, Xbox, and 360. In 2006, they do Black. Do you remember that game, that first-person shooter, Black? Yeah, you could just, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's on Game Pass for anyone yeah, who's you listening to this wants it. to check it out. It's The problem is it's, it's a game that came out right before Call of Duty really redefined how military shooters work. And so you're going to struggle with that because there's a lot of barrels and mm-hmm. aiming down the sights and the controls are just very scattered because it was during that time period. But otherwise, Black's fine. It looked gorgeous on mm-hmm. um, original Xbox and PS2. Uh, but then 08 is Burnout Paradise. 10 is Hot Pursuit. And then 12 is Most Wanted. And then they did do Rivals. Holy shit, they turned Rivals in a year? I didn't know that was them who did it, who did Rivals. Hmm. And then if you remember... Just to piss people off more, then they pulled them off cars and made them do Battlefront Two. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. They so were additional support for Battlefront Two. Obviously, Dice did the main. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but huh? Yeah. There you, there you go. So, and so they are responsible for this new one, Need for Speed Unbound. Okay. So this will be their first one back <clears throat> uh, since they've been a five-year support studio for Racers. But anyway. Um, but now you're making me want to play all that shit. But, um, but yeah, and in December, we've got Dead Space come back as Callisto Protocol. The, basically, the guys who mm-hmm. used to be Visceral made that game. Do you want There's to play Midnight. that or do you want, oh, or do you want to actually play the Dead one. Space re- remake? Uh, Dead Space remake will be cool, and that's in March. But no, Callisto Protocol is net new. I definitely want to play this instead. Nah. If I had to pick, if they came out day and date, I would absolutely be day one Callisto Protocol if I had to pick one. Um, there's that Midnight Suns game, which is the Firaxis game. I I like comics. I don't care <laughs> much about this okay. game. But okay. and the other thing that came out, Trees, which uh, just to spoil it, so I don't have to talk about it later. I'm not gonna day one Ragnarok. I want to. I just don't have time. Um, but I did grab um, the Winter. DLC, Winter's DLC on um, 
Resident Evil, which just came out. So I'll be playing that for, by next week. I'll have played that. So hmm. for Resident Evil Village, Village. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway, new games. Yeah, shit's coming out. Might be a little just... light for some, but that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, enough about me <laughs> ranting and raving. What did you get up to this week, sir? Uh, well, I mean, it was it was Halloween week. It right. was so. Uh, so obviously, it was it was Halloween stuff all week. My son has like, and now and now becomes the great candy purge. Yeah, 2022, where you got to like throw candy out when no one's looking, and like bring it to work and you know get it away from the kids. You know, so could he eat it? <clears throat> no. Because my son had, I, I take a little to work. The good ones, the Kit Kats and the Reese's, you know, I steal those. But uh, most of it, most of it, like this is garbage. Whoppers. Who still eats Whoppers? I love in this day and age. Whoppers. There you are. There he is. There's the one guy. I steal Keith the bag of Whoppers. Whoppers. Oh, malt balls are so he, good. He dreams of dreams of balls and Heath bars. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. They, they you don't no like Heath bars? Like, that is also my Ow. favorite. The English toffee? Oh, it's so I mean, good. it's okay. I like it more as now, but, you know, when you were a kid, you're like, what is this garbage? Oh, yeah. As this a kid, is- I didn't like either of those. So. Uh, um, my, my wife actually, real quick, my wife cracked up because this girl who went trick-or-treating with us freaked out over a payday. <laughs> my wife was like, what kid loves payday? I don't know. Yeah, no kids like paydays. Yeah. So this kid does. Well, we, you know, we, he had, you know, it was mostly for my son. My daughter's 15. You know, she's at that age where her and her friends go trick or treating as a lark, but it's not serious business. Like they don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was gone. Uh, you know, she went, she went with her friends for the night and they did some trick or treating stuff. She was funny because she, you know, they, they dress almost homeless. Like, that's the style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Nothing matches. Pajama pants, like furry slippers, <laughs> looking oversized sweatshirt, and like a beanie fucking hat with a pompa. Like, it's like, what is going on? And so my daughter's like, my daughter never has a costume until the last minute. Mm-hmm. And then she's talking to me the day before Thanksgiving. She goes, you know what? I'm going to be a, a snowboarder for Halloween. I go, that makes perfect sense. All you have to do is put goggles on your head and you look like a snowboarder. Yep. You're wearing it. And she goes, yeah, I know. So she did. She got some goggles from her friend and some <laughs> and some boots and literally just look what like what a snowboarder looks like. So I'm like, good job. Um, my son was Darth Vader. Um, <clears throat> as you know, his recent obsession with Legos and Lego Star Wars and, and Fortnite, Darth Vader. Yeah. So obviously he was Darth Vader. <laughs> um, and then you know how it goes for kid, kids his age nowadays. They get like four warm-up Halloweens before actual Halloween. You know, they have like trunk or treat. I brought them to, you know. Yeah. Talk about that. It's been so long. I can't remember. Uh, um, no, but like I'm aware because yeah, Autumn kept getting in and she's 11. So now she doesn't like to go to all this stuff. But, um, well, but yeah, I knew retreats started like that Friday, right? Yeah. And so it's like for people who don't know, don't have kids and 
wouldn't be in those circles. But, you know, schools and stuff organize like a charity thing where cars can pay a little bit, like, you know, 10 bucks or 50 bucks. I don't know what they pay, but they can be part of it. And basically they decorate their car up all Halloween-y and you're parking like wherever they have it, a parking lot. Or in this case, it was like the back of the school. <clears throat> and they give candy out to the back of the trunk, obviously. And then I think they have voting, right? You can vote which car's the best and all that shit. And then, you know, obviously you get games and prizes and food carts and other things you can do. And then you go and you walk up and down to all the trunks and you fucking get candy just like you would trick-or-treat. So my my the girls were away for cheerleading shit. And so she goes, you want, if you want to take them, something to do, you, you know, they're having that time. I was like, all right. I'm like, buddy, you want to go put your costume on and we can go? He's like, sure, you know, for candy. Uh, I know from the last few events, especially after COVID, everybody has lost their ability to organize anything public. <laughs> That's incredibly true. Yeah. So, like, I knew it was going to be a cluster F. So, I'm like, well, where is it? And she goes, it's behind the school. I go, but they dug up behind the school because they're redoing all the fields. And she goes, I don't know. It's supposed to be behind the schools. So I'm like, it's perfect. So we go there and we park far away and then we're following people. And sure enough, it's like no one can figure out how to get behind the schools because of the construction. And so, you know, we follow some like roped off areas in the dark. And sure enough, we get around and we find the the party. We find the fucking DJ and the big lights and all the trucks. Finally find where we're looking for. Yeah. And the food trucks and all this stuff. And we get in there. And Fred, uh, if you don't like crowds, like – this was not for you. You know, it was, you know, two rows of cars on the left and right, and you walked up the middle of them, right? So you had a row oh, of yeah. cars. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I've, cars, I've right. been to Trunk or Treats, um, just not this year. It was shoulder-to-shoulder people. Like, there was no organization, like, walk up one side and down the other side. It was just oh, no, no, everybody no. funneled in. And my son, you know, he's a little guy, six. He was gung-ho at first until he was in the middle of that. Yeah. And he had that look on his face, like, I don't care about the candy. And then he shut down a little. You know, when you're like, buddy, we'll, we'll go with this this trunk. And he's like, no. no. <laughs> there was another Darth Vader there. Some dude dresses Darth Vader. He was like seven feet tall. <laughs> I'm like, And I'm like, buddy, check out Darth Vader, seven feet tall. And he, they had like a whole Star Wars theme car. And I, he, he's like, my son. And he bent down to like give him like a hug, you know, like a mascot at Disney World. Yeah. My son, my son literally like just turned his back on him. Not interested. Like my son will shut down everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if Autumn did that when she was there, but it's like people would be going, Hi, what are you doing? And they just like turn their back. Like they're just like done, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't uh I just remember, yes, Autumn would sometimes, like, people would try to... They wander away when yeah. they try, people would try to talk to them. they just yes. like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, there was a playground there and a lot of his friends from town, because it was for all the town, all the schools in town. So he recognized a bunch of kids. And he had more fun on the playground at night, because that's like, ooh, it's a playground at night. Um, he had more fun Heck doing yeah. that. Um but regardless, he got like a bucket full of candy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the next day was like the the Norton Halloween parade. You okay. know? Yeah. 
and you go there and then every every floating car throws fucking pelt you with candy. So all the kids dress up and bring their buckets, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's just a free for all of little kids running in front of floats and fucking fire engines trying to get candy. It's like, <laughs> good Lord. Um, yeah. And then the trunk, of, by the way, trunk of treat, we were just about to leave and all the generators blew and the lights went out. Oh, I'm like, wow. yeah. And I'm just like, what is, what a, <laughs> a mess, you know, how did, how did this happen? <laughs> Yeah, how do we get here? Did so everyone like went, panic and run out? <laughs> no, no, because because like the cars and shit was still fine. Mm-hmm. It was just like the main overhead like floodlights. You know, oh, okay. That went out and the music went That's out. That's right, because like, the cars have their own batteries. <laughs> yeah, the cars are still chilling and playing music and, and you can still see, you know. But it was just funny. It was like, I'm like, time to go. <laughs> Let's get out of here. This is when the candy looting starts. We got to go. <laughs> it's about to go dark. Um, so we got out of there. Parade was great. But again, every event he goes to, he's getting a bucket filled with candy that he brings home, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and then like the next day we had like a, a neighborhood event that we organized just in the neighborhood. And then we were hanging out, drinking, doing, hanging around there. And then the next day it was Halloween and same thing. And then I got in trouble by the whole family. And um, that was that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, apparently, I was having too much fun on Halloween. You ever do that one? Yes, too, we did. We had too much like, fun on Halloween. Yeah. yeah uh, but I didn't have nearly as much fun as I had to work the next morning. Yeah, me too. My wife and her friend did not. Um, so um, uh, my wife's friend who... <laughs> I hope she doesn't get mad I'm saying this, but yeah, who projectile vomited in the bathroom was in our bathroom. Oh, that is um, a body. Drank too much. She had too much. Um, they were making a version of oatmeal cookie shots with like, do you know what an oatmeal cookie shot is? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like Bailey's and Fireball, basically. and it, it, But it tastes like an oatmeal cookie. I don't know how else to say it. Um, you just kind of do half Bailey's, half Fireball. Um, okay. And those are fun right. for one, right? One, get the night started. Yeah. yeah. You know, I had one when we first got there. Yeah, it's not like a Took beverage. a walk-in beer, you know, and that was it. But but then when I came back to the house, they kept doing them. Now, my wife only did two uh, of those mm. shots. One when she went out the first time. Then the second time, her and her friend went out and I stayed home and watched the house. So... Um, the house we were at too. It wasn't even our house. Our house, everyone who came to our house got fucked because we had the lights off and we weren't there. Uh, we even had our dogs with us, so no one got to see anyone. Um, but, uh, but, um, when they came back the second time, or no, I think it was when they, no, when they went out the second time, they did another shot. Um, and then Julie and I each like did a uh, walk-in beer. Like when we went out the first time, we put them in like you know, cups. And, Hmm. um, and then we did, uh, and then she took another one out. So, and then when we, when everyone got back, I think we had one more and played some, played some trivia games and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, I was being good because I knew I had to get up the next morning and go to work and it was like a full day of Mm. work and I was training. Um, but, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I, all of a sudden her friend got really sick and then we were leaving. And then it's one of those things where you're driving home and you suddenly <clears> realize <throat> your partner is way more drunk than you think they mm-hmm. are. 
So yeah, well, you know, I I, I thought I had carte blanche to like do what I wanted because like you know we have Halloween in our neighborhood. It's true. I don't have to go anywhere. Oh yeah. And I, you know, we put all the we set the tables up in the driveway. You know, we have like adult beverages. And then we have the kid candy and we have like, you know, we do the house up, you know, I have like fucking lights and fog machines. And so usually I do that. If you remember, I did um, rock band last year. Oh, that's right. And I was playing rock band in the garage, but we, we set up lights and everything, but yeah, it was just, and we were in the neighborhood. We were just at a friend's house in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So we were a few blocks over, but yeah. So like we didn't, yeah. But yes, given the circumstance you just described, Mm -hmm. As long as you are yeah. responsible for your responsibilities, like, fuck it. Which I thought I had none. But apparently... Yeah. Uh, listen. <laughs> let Go me just on. say, I, I think I got projected on a little. Perhaps. You know what I mean? I, th- I don't think it was me. I think my wife was having a bad weekend. Okay. And, uh, that happens. And then it just it snowballed. And then, you know, we invited a bunch of families over. Uh-huh. And as sometimes always happens with us, like all of them cancel the day of. Oh, like yeah, apparently that's, that's all too common just in general, sadly. Yeah, uh, apparently, as usual, every every kid of every family um, gets deathly ill the day <laughs> this was to come and hang out, right? Air infections and fucking everything. Um, always kind of happens. And I'm like, whatever. So we had one... Two families show up, and um, one always hangs out. And then one was people we knew um, with a bunch of kids, and they came because we were like, come to my neighborhood. And they showed up, and I felt super terrible because they had a son, Devin's age. And then they have little ones that are twins, boy and girl. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the one that's Devin's age, um, he has, like, all these crazy allergies to, like, everything. Like, you name it. He's like allergic to it, and he has to go to like he has to go to like a, a doctor like once a month for like all these check. Like I feel bad for the little guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, so obviously he's there for Halloween, but he can't have anything that <laughs> you do for Halloween. But the you know he has little siblings, mm-hmm. you know, so they want to go. So uh, they said going around trick or treating, and like. The older one can't can't have anything, right? So it's like my wife made him a whole bucket of all like stuff he could have. Basically, he he basically can only have like uh, gummy type things, right? Because it's the only thing that doesn't have like gluten and peanuts and fucking milk and like you know what I mean? Like it's it's like very specific. He can't have anything. So right, but I but I guess like after about four houses, he like had a complete meltdown he like ran off into the woods so i feel bad for that to go get him and then they left they're like that oh sucks. we gotta go my god uh, that that's a bummer um but yeah i walked around and in you know i did a, a few nips of fireball whiskey mm-hmm. uh i had a big <clears throat> cup of um what was it called it was pumpkin spice white russians Oh, okay. Yeah, you would have liked this oatmeal cookie thing then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had that before. Um, I think I had those last year. Um, And then I was drinking my own. I had a bunch of – I had like a 12-pack of like Sam Adams or whatever. Gotcha. And then I get super chatty. 
I get super chatty. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get like lampshade on my head, like embarrassing people, <laughs> but I, I just I'm social. And um mm-hmm. so I guess um while I was being social, I guess like you know, my son was acting up and stuff. So my wife was aggravated that she was like dealing with him and I'm off like doing whatever. But at the same time, I made the argument that the reason he was wigging out is because he wanted to go in the house and play video games. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, because this is like an, a family event. Yeah. Yeah. No, my daughter tries to do stuff like that too. Um, yeah. Well, the difference is my wife will please, you know, appease him. Oh yeah. No. So she's getting mad at me. I'm not like trying to fix the freak out, but I'm like, let him freak out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing adult. I'm adulting over here. I'm doing some adult <laughs> shit. You know, most of the year, father. Tonight, fucking hanging out with some dudes, having some beers. Tonight, I never get it's Halloween. Cool. Be that. And, be, um, take what you want from that. And then I was, uh, you know, as you want to do with other with people in the neighborhood, you're talking and like, hey, you see, I put in new cabinets, and you're like, no. And they're like, do you want to check it out? And you're like, yes, I do. And before you know it, you're standing around in someone's kitchen looking at fucking wiring and shit. And you're drunk. And you're like, okay. And then you come out the house and you wash your own at you where you've been. You disappeared for half an hour. And you're like, and me and another get drunk at Like, we've been gone three minutes. What are you talking about, crazy, you crazy women? <laughs> they're like, yeah. Yep. And um, basically, that's what I did. And so she was not happy with me. And then the people that did come over, they left. And she like blamed it on me that I disappeared, and uh, that they left. Because, and you know, I was I was in trouble. I see. And then, and then at some point, she's like, "You, you're since we you know you gotta come home, be a father. You gotta be a father." That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, relax. Stop being yep. a dad. Be a father. Yeah, you could try being a mother for me while I'm over here drinking, oh. but that's okay. <laughs> that's not gonna go. Over didn't say it. Didn't say it, people. Okay. I would never say it. I would never say that. Just, just. Uh, I was pretty sure. But, that, yeah. But, not wrong. Not wrong. If I was to say it, not wrong. <laughs> um, you know, four, five, four nights a week, they're all doing cheerleading stuff, and um, I'm like. Picking up the boy, bathing him, feeding him, putting him to bed, doing some fatherly shit. Maybe once, you know, once out of like you know, eight months event, you can maybe, maybe handle it for me. <laughs> so I can continue looking at this guy's fucking <laughs> reconstructed kitchen while I'm drinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Help me out. I get you. Um, so, but anyways, I, I came back into the house uh, pretty giddy and... uh Yo, no one was happy. Apparently, I was an enemy to all. You know, she's like, your daughter's mad at you. I drink it. I'm like, she's not even home. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> she wasn't even home. How is she mad at me? Anyways, then the next day, she's like, you need to apologize to everybody. And I did. And people were like, What's this now? <laughs> apologize to the neighbors. They're like, What's the matter? Why are you apologizing? I'm like, I don't know. I was told to. And they're like, Yeah, I don't know. You, you were fine. I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, sometimes that happens though. There was, um, there was a night where I was, um, where I was driving, uh, home and, um, I don't even remember if I had had anything to drink. I might've had a drink or something, but I, I clipped the curb just cause it was a weird curb and I don't know, but I clipped the curb and my wife freaked out. Pull over. I'm going to drive. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> and my brother-in-law's in the back seat. And he goes, I think you were driving just fine. And I was like, it's fine. I just don't want her to be mad. That's right. It's like, just stop it. Please stop being mad. And then she was like, yeah, when she got home, she was like, I want you to tell everyone you're sorry for driving the way you did. <laughs> completely out. And I was like, okay, okay. You're like, I'm sorry for driving. How yeah, and, and same thing. Like, People are like, like what's this now? I was playing on my I was in the car. On my I phone. said you were fine. <laughs> I yeah, was like, I was playing I on my didn't. phone. What's this? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, it happens. That's all. It, it happens. happens, man. That's how it goes. Um, I will say that there is a tendency, and this is completely natural, for <clears throat> I'm going to go out on a limb and say your wife doesn't drink much. I think you've said that as much. Nope. So I'm betting Probably she didn't all. drink on Halloween. No. So the, your tolerance level as a yes. sober person of people who are drinking, especially the more they drink, whether those people are becoming intolerable or just having more fun. <clears throat> In mm-hmm. either case, I've been there where, like, naturally you just have a negative response to it. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know. I feel the same I'm way a- at work when somebody rolls in <clears throat> with fucking Taco Bell and my diet, I'm not going to eat it. You know, like, I'm not going to go out and get it, but I totally right. want it. Right. So I'm mad at them for showing me that there are people in this world who don't fucking care and just mm. get what they want. Right. And so the, I don't know that that's the same response, but I definitely know the emotion is the same, where it's just this irrational negativity towards that individual because they are doing something that I find irresponsible. And I'm mad that I, I don't even know if I'm mad that I want to do it, right? Like, but it would be better for me if they didn't do it at all so that I didn't have to deal with it. And that's what I'm kind of hinting at. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not going to speak for your wife, but no, but I've definitely seen like, that. Just, you know, that As a person right. who's I mean, been the DD at many a weddings, because that just yes. tends to be my thing, is that I'll be sober sister at the wedding. Um, and uh, <sighs> drunk people are a fucking handful at the end of the Listen, night. Back in the clubbing days, I was always mostly the designated driver. Mm-hmm. Just for whatever reason, I don't think it's. I think it's because I didn't trust anybody else. Because they were all that's their excellent. Bums. That's exactly oh. why I do it. Yeah, <laughs> because so I've been know. at weddings where like people are like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be the designated yeah. driver," and there's yeah, I had a few of those moments. So it's like, <laughs> so back in the clubbing days, I would drive, and then I would have a few when I got there, and then mm-hmm. I would stop like an hour before. Yep, like closing time, and I would I'd be fine. But yep. um. <clears throat> Yeah, and of course I make flipping comments here and there, like a child. So, where I think I'm. Well, you're an East Coast person, right? You guys bust balls. That's what you do. Well, you know, it was like (laughs) quarter of eight. You know, he goes, my son goes to bed at eight, um, between eight and eight thirty. It was quarter of eight, and so I'm finally coming in because you know I'm getting yelled at. So Mm -hmm. I come back and I clean up the yard quick, and then I come in, and he's like balling. She's like, yes, he's been doing this for forty five minutes. He just wants to play Fortnite, and uh. I'm like, yeah, well, tough. You know what I mean? And I'm like, whatever. I was like, you got it, buddy. You got it. Let's get some Fortnite in. We'll Fortnite it up. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that way I sit down and I'm like, let's play some Fortnite. Clearly drunk. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. And my, now my wife's like, oh, you going to sit there? And I'm like, yep. Play some Fortnite. Wanted to play Fortnite? Here I am playing Fortnite. 
And apparently I'm either really good at Fortnite or people really stink at it. Because I was coming in like second place, pretty hammered. Um, well, so actually, like, and I don't want this to become a trend for you probably, but um, mm-hmm. shooting things is fun when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned that way too much when, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but I have either all of or close to all a thousand points Mm -hmm. in both rainbow six Vegas one and two. And that's because for two years when I was unmarried, but dating Julie, but we were in different States, me and Hefe would just get drunk like every single night and play online. (laughs) Yeah. People were just like, look at this guy's zigzag pattern. Meanwhile, I'm just fumbling the thumbs. I can't keep my thumb on it. And they're like, look at the way he weaves and jumps and ducks. It's unpredictable. He's all over the place. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and I'm laughing out loud. I'm hooting and hollering in there with him. Oh, yeah. Like, I was snipe, headshot, sniping people and just dying laughing. And so now it's hit, like, 820. Okay. And now, uh, you know, because the whole thing was my, my daughter was going to get a ride home. And then out of the blue, my wife's like, well, she needs a ride now. So you need to come in. And be responsible. It's like, oh, oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm letting uh, a teenager dictate my shit. So, anyways, so when I came in, and then I'm playing, playing Fortnite, and then my wife came downstairs and she was like, uh, turns out she's going to get a ride home. And I just went, oh, fantastic. <laughs> and that didn't go up a while. That's sort of sarcastic, right? Yeah, yeah, I think. Awesome. <laughs> and then, so now she's home. So she's sitting there, and now I'm playing Fortnite, drunk with, with my son. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm not like crazy, like pass out, nutty drunk. It's not like no, like I said, the, like what's the matter with you, Dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but no, I was, exactly. yeah. I was feeling good, so I was just playing it up. Like woo-hoo. I refer to it as getting your buzz on, but yeah, yes. And and then and but now my wife's home, mm-hmm. and so she's like, "Well, it's getting late, guys." And I'm like, "No, we're good." <laughs> oh boy, we're good. Playing Fortnite. Had to play some Fortnite, so here we are playing Fortnite. I was doing that. Uh-huh. I was doing that. Sort of oh, yeah. I, I am all too yeah. familiar with that behavior. Not because I've seen it, because I've done it. Yes. And this <laughs> this is, this is was what caught me in the doghouse was it hit like 830. And she goes, and I said, well, we'll play one more. And then my wife was, well, if you want, I I could get him. I could put him to bed because I put him to bed pretty much every night. Mm-hmm. And I said, ah. Uh, I said, nope, I'm, I got it. Just being a father. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. the snark. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're fine now. You yeah, know, we talked about, I mean. But, but that night was sort of like. For those who are single, <laughs> regardless of the gender of your partner, this is marriage. <laughs> yeah, we're really selling it to people. No, um, well, but no, I it, it's both sides, right? It's that you'll have days where you're just not, I guess I would say that's not your standard, normal, you know, oh, never. behavior. Yeah, never. Nope. But yeah, I've never also you can act a fool and, you know, you figure it out in the morning, right? Yeah, I don't even know if I'd go so far as to say you're acting a fool as much as to say that you're, you're, you're playing it up. Right. Like you're, you're leaning into it because you were asked to come in when 
my assessment really from to. hearing you <laughs> is that you did not completely think that was necessary. Wasn't necessary. Yeah. So in your head, you get it. Well, you get the classic old like, he looks like he's having too much fun. I gotta put a stop to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, you know, regardless, Halloween went off. Um, you know, contrary to what people believe, I did not ruin it. And um, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, you know, and again, this was all over the course of me being sort of sick too. Right. Like no rest for the wear. And that's why, you know, after like <clears throat> Sunday, because Sunday night was like when I, I said, look, I need to get some sleep and just rest. Dude, I, I got less sleep Sunday night than I would if I had done the show. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like I couldn't sleep. I I had a that, you know, you get that tickle in your throat when you get over a cold. Uh-huh. It's like kind of after the cold's gone, but then you get that that scratch. And like it mostly comes when you lay down and you try to sleep. Yeah, so like, because everything I, builds up. So I've had like two, three days of that. So I've been like on the couch because I can't stop coughing. I don't want to like keep my wife up. Mm-hmm. And then like, so then I'm doing that. And then my son hasn't been sleeping. So then I'm in his room with, so it's like, I got less sleep, I think Sunday night than I would if I had just done the show. I think I was staring at the clock and it was still like 2.30 in the morning. Ugh, that's the worst. There, staring at it. When you just like, can't, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then, you know, like Monday was Halloween and, and I was just like, dude, I will, I will see you in a few. And you're like Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm like, I'm thinking Wednesday. I'll <laughs> push this out. Father's Which was like, great because I totally wanted you to say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, because it's not like I want to skip the show. I like doing the show, so it's like I don't want to just skip the show. So I want to do it. I had to do a presentation this morning for the vice president. I uh, oh, yeah. not of the United States of <laughs> of the company of my department, and uh, it was really, uh, I think, ideal <laughs> that I have got that I had gotten a, a full night's sleep the night before. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, but that was my that's my week, man. It was the the Halloween week, and uh, yeah, that was it. How are you? How's your Halloween? Um, good. So. <laughs> Sorry, one sec. I just realized that my wife and I hadn't figured out who's taking the kid to school in the morning, so I got to figure that out. Okay, so give me one sec. Let's see here. Sorry, I get the time codes for when we change topics. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> so a couple of things before we get into Halloween. Um, got the new job started. Um, thoroughly, imp- yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um just permanently working from home. I know this is an old thing for some people, but it's new to me and it's weird, right? Like you people, sorry, that sounds horrible. Those of us who work from home, we need to be active when we're not working. There is a tendency to work really long stretches. Um, Mm. I wouldn't say more than the average day. Like my, my work day and I feel like my future work days will be like they are at, my job, which was like, you know, eight to nine hours, sometimes 10. But when I'm at my house, I'm comfortable, whereas I'm never like that comfortable at the office. So at the office, I would do 
lots of different things like <clears throat> I would take walks or I would go out to lunch or I would um, um, or I would uh, take breaks or talk to coworkers or something like that. At home, I just don't do any of that stuff. So like when I get done with my work day, like the first thing I have to do is go like do something, right? Like where I'm out and about, like, right, and mostly right, it's right. been going to the gym. So yay, I get to be fit. Um, but, but it's like, I have to be active because I can see how you can get not active and just home is like your permanent state. And that's fine. I like being at home, but I need to remain active. Mm-hmm. That said, the job's good. It's very cool. Um, I'm liking what I'm learning, and I think this is a good change of pace for me. So it's nice. Um, and I do like that uh, my hours are a little different now. Like, because of commutes and everything, I my daughter has to start school at 8, but she just goes to school up the street, but we have no bus because they all live in the neighborhood. So I right. drop her off by, like, 10 till 8, and I'm back at the house before 8 o'clock, like, probably 8.55, Sorry, 7.55. So it's very easy when you have to be in at 8 o'clock to drop her off at school, pull back in, log in, and you're up, you know, and you're mm-hmm. and you're at work. But, like, removing that commute's huge for me. So I get done with my day around 4 or 5 o'clock, whereas back in the day, I think you knew this, like, I'd text you sometimes and it'd be, like, 7, 8, 7, 7.30 your time and I'm still at work. Like, mm. and I still had to drive home, right? Like... And so that I definitely don't miss is the commute. Um, and, uh, and, and my new job is a little bit of a change of pace. It's a more standardized IT environment, like build uh, more development, like software development. But it's, it's more of like customizing software as opposed to developing software. And so um, yeah, I like it. So not that you care about my job, but like, yeah, it'll, it'll be cool. Um, and, uh, and trees, I might go on a little bit of a spending spree here soon. Cause I got that fat 140 hour PTO check that I'm supposed to get tomorrow, mm. I think on Thursday. Nice. So, so that's coming, it mm-hmm. better come, but, better. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, and then my dad was in town, so I got to hang out with my dad cause, uh, I told you it was a very inopportune week, but he came to town anyway. So, um, <clears throat> So, but it was good to see him. We all had dinner. Uh, we, my sister got to pick the restaurant and my dad's a very, him and his girlfriend are very, they, they live in Florida for, for starters, but like they're very American, right? Right. So he wanted to go to a traditional Chinese restaurant and the one he loves closed. So my sister was like, oh, I'll, my, my, my youngest sister was like, oh, I'll pick the place. And she picked like a hand rolled noodle shop that was very vegan oriented and, very non-traditional. It was not a Chinese restaurant by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It was like a brothy noodle shop kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her second backup things was an authentic Mediterranean restaurant and an Indian restaurant. And I want to be clear when I say I love all of those. But your meat and potatoes cracker barrel crowd ain't going to go to those places, right? No. And so that was kind of fun going to this place and watching my dad basically get pretty drunk on beer because he was not liking the food he got. And it was like, of course, super expensive. And like my sister and her boyfriend know the restaurant so well that they like ordered on memory, 
right? And so, but it was great to see them and you know, my dad and his girlfriend. And uh, I met his girlfriend for the first time, but more importantly, it was great to see my dad because I haven't seen him since COVID. And um, and uh, we all got to have like a, a family dinner and everything like that. And then um, and then we did get to hang out again over the weekend, which was fun. He got to come see our corgis and everything. And um, <clears throat> we did like a big group lunch and whatnot. Um, so got to do a couple of activities with him. And then um, my daughter had her cheerleading because it was the football championship game. Mm. We lost, but it was a good game. They scored a touchdown in the first 10 seconds of the game, Trees. Oh, it was one of those fun. lucky returns, right, where we punted to them and they returned it immediately yeah, and scored. Yeah, yeah. And so the team was the team and the fans like again when you get sixth grade like some of the parents are like kind of shitheads right like and so they were they were all pissed off the whole fucking game that they we were losing but when that game ended it was still 0 to 8 they got the it was weird with sixth graders if you do the if you run it in it's not a two point conversion it's only one point but if you kick the mm-hmm. field goal it's two points so they kicked the field goal and got two points. I'm guessing it's because it's harder to kick the field goal when you're in sixth grade. So, but <laughs> either way, the score was eight. Uh, was zero to eight the whole game. And when it when we ended it, it was zero to eight. And we were very close to scoring, but we just couldn't break their defense. To me, if you have pretty much a no scoring game, especially because their score was just like the opening moments on a punt return, that's a good game. That's a well rivaled team. Like mm-hmm. they are, they are matches for each other. Um, and so it was a lot of fun for me to watch it and to have my dad watch it, you know, and you got to see autumn cheerlead and everything. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it was a good championship game nonetheless, but yeah, lots of the parents were like, who fucking cares how well we played? We lost. Fuck this game. And did it. And I was like, your kid's 12, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. And yeah. And there was one dad. I was just like, man. Like, he just railroaded on his kid. You played like shit. What the fuck do I pay for all this shit for? If you're going to go out there and do this. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> but the girls were having fun. That's <laughs> the cheerleaders right. were having fun. Um, <clears throat> so that was all fun. And then my sister, she is a combination dancer and project manager of events for mm. a local company here in Kansas City called Kixotic. And so... Um, they put on a, what would it be? Pre-Halloween, Sunday night, pre-Halloween okay. show to um, where you walk through a, a, a some woods, like basically a, a nature preserve that's way out, like an hour out of Kansas City. And um, they do like a haunted. So think of it as a spook walk, but the goal of it is to entertain you and show you some cool fucked up stuff mm. as opposed to scare you. Scary, <clears throat> it's supposed to unnerve you, but not scare you, I guess is the way I'd put it. And so she was putting that on and, and we all decided to go out there. My dad and his girlfriend and, and our whole family, Autumn, went to and all this stuff. And uh, we were going to have to have a conversation with my dad about being in a hurry to get back because I wanted to get back for the podcast. And then when you said you weren't feeling great on Sunday, I was like, oh, baller. Now I don't have to worry about yeah. when we get back. Oh, good. Um, <clears throat> we still got home like at like nine, but we probably would have started the this show late if uh, if I had gone. Um, mm. 
but that was very cool. Um, they did the thing where like you walk in. I, so it's very like Evil Dead-esque is what I would say. And I don't mean Evil Dead in the themes. I mean like if you've ever watched the Evil Dead, everything's like in the woods where everything's kind of creepy, but there's nothing really out there other than that one poor girl who gets in the weeds. But yeah, um, mm. and there's lots of smoke everywhere. And that's what it was. It was a lot of cool like laser light shows and strobe lights and weird various visual effects and stuff with like local music that was very ambient. Like it wasn't like music, like it wasn't bands playing. It was like ambiance. Right. And then Mm. lots of smoke machines. And then every now and again, you'd come to these like exhibits is the way I'd put it. So there was like a guy who was like all in like wrapped in one of those like mesh things, right. Where he can't get out. So he's kind of acting like he's trapped. Right, but he's doing like a dance number and stuff. And then there was another one that I loved, which was a bunch of witches just walking around. And it was like fucking Blair Witch style, like, you know, like Satan coven, right? Like you can tell Mm. they were sacrificing people and there were pentagrams and things like that. And they had blood all over their faces and stuff. And they just like get in your face and like stare you down. But they didn't touch you and they didn't jump out at you or anything. Um, So there was a lot of cool stuff like that. In the middle, there was a huge bonfire. Like once you got to the middle of the the spook walk, basically, mm-hmm. there was this area with a huge bonfire. And every now and again, they would make it like it was like kind of roped off so you couldn't get too close to it, but it would shoot up flames. And then there were like people doing like the fire dances and stuff on a stage like they would dance to fire or with fire, basically, and light parts of themselves on fire and stuff like that. You know, do all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um yeah. They had a bar. I didn't drink, but they had a bar. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and they had spiked cider trees. So they had made mm. homemade apple cider. And then you got to spike it with whatever you wanted. You could spike it with like whiskey or fireball or Jaeger or, you know, apple pucker, various other things. So I thought that was a cool idea. Um, but since nobody else wanted anything to drink, I was like, okay, I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> But, and then my sister was there and she was like this crazy, like, um, I don't know how to put it, like kind of like a, a blood demoness kind of thing. She was in like tight red spandex. Um, but then, but it was like, then there was like textured cloth around it. So she kind of looked like she had almost like she had scales and then she had this big thorny wooden face mask that was like a, it surrounded her face. And then she was like. She had blood like seeping out of her, like her eyes, her ears and like her mouth and stuff. It was a really good makeup job, but it was very off putting to Autumn until we were like, that's your aunt. And then (laughs) she had to break character because Autumn was just very off put by the whole thing. (laughs) That always happens. Yeah, but it was very cool. And she got to stay in character. So it was cool to see her. And then at the very end of the thing, they had this girl and I got to give her credit. She was doing the, um, the ring thing where she was like in the nightgown, right? And she had the mm-hmm. hair in her face and she was yeah, yeah. she was able to move in very ambidextrous ways. She was definitely double jointed and stuff. And I should point out that this dance tr- troupe or dance performance group, Kixotic, like they're very known for like suspensions and like people who can like do the crazy acrobatics and like bend their bodies in weird ways and contortionists and stuff like that. And so she definitely was one of those. But then she had a way, it wasn't natural, like it wasn't naturally coming off of her body, but they they could exaggerate when she'd do the weird poses and she'd move like kind of sporadically like she does in the movie, you know, or like, like those, right. those ghost girls do or like Alma does in Fear, the video game, mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like they're slow moving and then all of a sudden they move in like this shaky kind of way with strobe lights. 
Mm-hmm. And they would make the bone crunching sound as her body like twisted in ways it wasn't supposed to. It was a very good presentation. But then everyone stops, right? Like you stop because you don't know what to do because she's in the middle of the road, right? And somebody's got to walk past her. So I was like, okay, I'll walk past her. And she started like fingering me. Like she started like saying, come here, you know? <laughs> and I was like, great, no. what's going to happen? And nothing happened. But that was even better, right? Because everyone was just, as people walked by, they were just waiting for it. Mm. Um, so it was, like I said, all in all, it was a very cool thing. Um, it was a cool, like, pre-Halloween kind of thing. Um, and then we did Halloween. We went trick-or-treating. Um, I don't know if you remember, but my wiener dog was Freddy Krueger. Mm. And my two corgis were, because, you know, the the female corgi is the mom of the male corgi we've got, right. Drake and Ray. So Drake went as Jason Voorhees and Ray went as the mom. So we got her a sweater that looked just like um, the mom Voorhees from the, from the original movie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she also had a belt that had the knife in it. You know, the butcher, uh, the Bowie knife that she uses, the hunting knife. Right. But Ray was not having it. She wasn't keeping no. it on. She was barely keeping on the sweater. Um, she kept escaping out of it. But so they went trick-or-treating with us. And then Autumn was the Scarlet Witch. She was not Wanda. She was the full-blown transformed Scarlet Witch. So, and then Julie and I just decided to be camp counselors at Camp Crystal Lake. I even had a Enjoy Camp Crystal Lake t-shirt that I happened to have. So we kind of threw together the thing. And a lot of people were laughing because Julie wore like a light green V-neck sweater with some <laughs> yeah. brown pants. And everyone was like, oh, you're shaggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. was shaggy. And so that was pretty good. Um but, uh, but yeah, so, so we were having a good time. Uh, and again, we went trick or treating the first hour. It was Julie and me while Julie's friends stayed home and guarded the house and we brought the dogs and stuff. And this was like what I like to call the daylight trick or treating, right? The sun goes down around seven o'clock around here. So this was the mm-hmm. six to seven o'clock hour. So you get in the early houses. Most of the people are home from work. Right. Um, but you can't quite tell if people have their lights on or not. Right. So you're, sometimes you're ringing the doorbells of people that, you know, are kind of jerks about it, but you know, they were, they apologized if somebody came to the door and got mad, which didn't happen too, too much, but we're in 2022 where people think they can do that. Right. Like mm-hmm. what would you have done trees if you weren't giving out candy and someone rang your doorbell? Cause I would have just ignored it. <laughs> Who but, doesn't give out candy on Halloween? First of all, put I a bucket out like, of the at you put out If you're like, not going to answer the door. Yeah. Just put out, put a giant bucket. No. But no, there were definitely, I would say probably 10% of the houses were full-blown, now, lights off, didn't give anything out. Now, um, <clears throat> I remember when I lived alone, mm-hmm. I was like in neighbor, my apartment was a neighborhood, so I was in the trick-or-treating zone. Um, but I worked mid-shifts too, night shifts and mid-shifts, so I mm-hmm. was not home. Yeah. Um, so I was guilty then of having like my back porch lights. I was, but I wasn't home. Right. Oh, it wasn't like, they probably did ring the doorbell, but well, and the kids didn't oh. give a shit. Like if they rang the doorbell and you didn't show in like five to 10 seconds, they just moved on. Mm-hmm. Right. Dead door. <laughs> but so, yeah. yeah, there you go. Dead door. Yell, Sorry. I had to take yeah, a minute yell, to hear. Yeah. Um, we'd yell, we'd yell out loud when we were dead age. Well, and dead we, door, so that the kids behind us knew. Well, and we are a cul-de-sac, <laughs> where we're an inconvenient cul-de-sac. And what I mean by that is the distance between the two, like our cul-de-sac is kind of like a horseshoe, mm-hmm. right? So the two corner houses are really close to each other. And to work our cul-de-sac, you actually have to kind of like, 
there's a large distance between each of our houses. Like our backyards are way bigger than the other houses. And so we noticed in recent years that not a lot of kids would come to the cul-de-sac to trick-or-treat. Just the younger kids who were just excited about the whole idea of walking around the neighborhood. They were less concerned about how much candy they got. Right. But Mm -hmm. by the time you're like eight, you're trying to maximize, right? You're min-maxing Halloween. And so even from my perspective, I said, Julie, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like if I'm a kid and I'm trying to work the neighborhood, it's easiest to just skip our cul-de-sac because it'll just slow us down. Right. And so, um, we last year, I remember when I was giving out candy, like I kept snacking from the candy because we didn't give out one bowl of candy and I had enough bags for like three bowls. So this year I filled out one bowl and put it in the back in the front porch and we didn't even have the porch lights on, but we were like, if they come up, they can grab candy, right? We're not going to be those people. We don't want to advertise we're home, but at least we've got candy there if you show up. The whole mm. fucking bowl was gone, Trees. And I don't mean the bowl was empty. I mean the bowl was gone. No, it's so not just a old bowl. It was just a Tupperware bowl, so I didn't care. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm betting yes. a bunch of teenagers just noticed there was a bowl there, especially with the lights off, and just grabbed it and ran. But we did have Halloween lights. Like we had inflatables. Julie got a wiener dog inflatable. Wow. And and stuff like that. So we had some stuff. The the the, the, the Tupperware, the candy got taken, but the yeah. Tupperware got punted into a, a, a lake or something. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't find it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's gone. That's in a tree. It definitely <laughs> got punted somewhere though. No one kept it. Yeah, I believe it. So, um, but yeah, so we worked the neighborhood and we, we were a little buzzed, right? That was fun. Getting your little buzz on. Cause we did the, uh, we, we did a beer before we left. I had one more pumpkin beer in the fridge and it was the Schlafly's and it's got like 8%. So I had that mm. before we went to our friend's house and then we did the shot and then I did a, a Miller light while walking and then, uh, then they went and did their rounds. And so I just sat and guarded the house and. Not too many trick-or-treaters after the sun went down from like seven to eight, but the neighborhood seemed way younger. Like, it's funny how by us, it seems like a bunch of older people, but only a couple blocks over. Then again, the builds are bigger. And that's why they wanted to do that neighborhood, right? Because the newer builds, people were getting full-size candy bars. Autumn got, Autumn loves M&Ms a lot. So she got like at least four or five full bags of M&Ms, like the the full-size, right? Mm. So they they were giving it out. Um, and she didn't get a lot of shit either. And she's allergic to peanuts. And every house had like an allergic to peanuts, like alternative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, there was one woman who was hilarious. She was this this older lady. And Autumn comes back and she goes, I told her I was allergic to peanuts. And she gave me this. And she holds out a Reese's Pieces. And she goes, I don't think she knows what peanuts are. <laughs> and I was like, I, okay. <laughs> so Autumn, well, Julie and I split just... a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Or she just hates children. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, have a Snickers too. And here's a fuck. Yeah. There you go. Julie and I were pissed that Autumn didn't get any mounds or almond joys. Like they weren't even an option for her. Yeah. You don't see those. You don't see those. Yeah. They're losing popularity. Yeah. I love, I love Mia Mounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, So, but, uh, but yeah. And then, um, then they went, and when they came back, I don't know if they brought more than one beer or if that second shot really did them in or what, but two normal women left at 7 o'clock and two giggly fucking crazy bitches came back at 9 or at uh. 8. No, they might have come back at 9. I think, what? oh, you know what? I'm skipping the hour. Sorry, we did the 6 to 7. Then we came back at 8. 
we we made pizzas and chili and stuff like that. So we ate for an hour. That's what it was. <laughs> and then they went out from eight till nine. So then when they got back at nine, I thought, okay, we're going to leave, right? No. Julie was like, oh, no, no, no. It's Halloween. Kids don't have to go to school on time on Halloween. And knowing her parents, that is probably true. But the parent in me is like, no, no, no. Autumn has to get up and go to school at normal time. Um, That idea would slowly change as the night went on. But no. So then we we did open more beers and did trivia and stuff and stayed at their house till like 1030 but then that one girl started getting sick and I was like, oh, okay, we really need to go. <laughs> um, so then we got home and Julie was like, let's keep drinking. And I was like, no, honey, I got to get up in the morning. And she goes, okay, well, I want to stay up. And she was like, Autumn, do you want to have some candy and like a, a Sprite and stay up? And Autumn was like, sure. And so Julie cracked a beer, Autumn cracked a Sprite. I think I cracked a Diet Coke and we watched Halloween. And... Would it surprise you, Trees? Stop me if you, you're familiar with this behavior. Julie had maybe two or three sips of that beer. And then, pfft, like, she was done before the credits were done in Halloween. Mm. Autumn made it a little longer. But, um, and Autumn was, like, not sure if she would be scared of Halloween. Like, she watched it when she was way younger, but didn't really understand the context, right? Now she can visualize if someone was, like, chasing her through the neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? So we got to like, he hadn't, I don't think he'd killed really anybody yet, but we got to the part where like, they're both babysitting Lori and Nancy across the street or whatever. Mm. Annie, it's Annie, Lori and Annie are, you know, across the street, but he hadn't started killing anyone yet. And Autumn was like, dad, I'm just tired. So I was like, okay. So we all go to bed. Alarm goes off at seven o'clock. I'm getting up, getting ready. And, uh, Julie's like, not, (laughs) And Autumn didn't want to get up. And Julie's like, don't worry about it. Just call the school and tell them she's going to be late. I'll take care of it. So I called him, said it was going to be late, fed the dogs, fed myself, went down, started work. Got a gap in my meetings at about 1030, went upstairs. They're all fucking still in bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like, are you going to get up? And Julie's like, no, I don't feel great. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I was like, Autumn, are you going to get up? And then I realized Autumn was just under the covers on her phone. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't, you know, run her to school right now. So I went downstairs and then I came upstairs at lunch and Julie was like, I just called her in for the day. And I was like, God, horrible parenting. But, um, but yeah, so that was, that was pretty much Halloween week. And that gets us up to, uh, other than gaming, mm. that gets us up to here. Um, real quick though, since it leans into Halloween, if you don't mind, I wanted to mention real quick, a couple of horror movies where I watched leading up to okay. Halloween. So we watched Fright Night. You ever seen Fright Night? Yeah, we've talked about Fright Night a few times. Oh, did I already talk about Fright Night? Maybe I talked about no, it. No, not recently, okay. but I remember when you got the steelbook. You yeah, were, so I you got were the getting steelbook. the steelbook. We watched the movie we, finally. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so um, Julie had never seen it. So she found that movie amusing, right? That movie is just that, right? It's very amusing. It's very 80s, right? Like she's like, it's this weird suburban town with a church at the corner, but then all of a sudden they're out walking and they are in like an alley that's straight out of the Bronx. <laughs> like when evil gets bitten, like it's like, where did this alley come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's fun stuff like that. Um, so we watched that and had a good time. We watched, uh, I kind of mentioned we watched Halloween. Um, 
But I'm trying to remember what was our last. Oh, we watched the new Hellraiser on Netflix. You ever been a Hellraiser fan or? Never. Okay. My brother used to love that shit. I hated. I've all, I always hated that Clive Barker stuff. Yeah, and Clive Barker's kind of been <clears throat> kind of forthcoming that it it's supposed to be a metaphor for kink, right? So it's like people who are into leather and lace and stuff mm-hmm. like that and B and D and stuff like that, and so it's like a euphemism for it, but. People are really off-put, and I understand why. I, people will probably squirm a little bit when I describe what happens, but Hellraiser's a lot of hooks tearing at flesh and mm-hmm. skinless people and things poking into people that shouldn't poke into people, and it's it's vaguely sexual all the time. There's lots of like nakedness and... Pain is pleasure. Yeah, right? And that was the whole thing with Hellraiser, right? Because that was the whole thing of kink, right? (laughs) That was the whole thing of kink is kink is, well, kink is pain from pleasure, but like people are thinking like, you know, mild spanking and whips and stuff like that. Whereas Clive Barker personified it as like hooks through your nipples, right? And like Mm. tearing your flesh off. And, um, And that was kind of the idea, right? Was that people who are into kink go for the ultimate and... Here's this puzzle box that mm-hmm. is a gateway to hell where hell's like, oh, you want the ultimate pain from pleasure? Well, we'll show you a lifetime of pain and see if you can't find some pleasure in that. That's the best thing, right? So they made the new one. Is it a series or is it a movie? Just a movie. It's two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And it is Clive Barker come back. I believe he wrote it. I don't think he directed mm-hmm. it. Um, so this isn't this isn't a remake. It's a continuation sort of. Yeah, not it's that, kind of like a re, because it's like a reboot. Meaning, it does not ignore the fact that Pinhead and the previous, because there have been mm-hmm. a lot of Hellraisers. I would argue it ignores the fact that Hellraiser three through, I think eight, right? Pinhead went to space I don't know what they and did. back. There's, there's I always do know, like, a, oh sorry, I do know after like the first two or three, like with all movies, if you give them long enough, like the antagonist becomes a protagonist. So I do remember like Pinhead becoming human, but then like yeah, helping, right? Like he was helping the girl. He becomes kind of a good guy at some point. Sort of in a weird way. Yeah. And there's even hints of that in two. So Hellraiser one is basically just a teenage girl and her mother is having an affair with this kinky guy and he opens the puzzle box and then brings hell into this house. And it's very limited, right? It's kind of like, hell house and it's just hints of hell hellraiser 2 is you know the doctor of a mental institution actually figures out this where they expand the war where you become like a mental patients i remember that yeah like an like an advent of god yeah there's this really unnerving scene where a guy who was bad at self-mutilation and always in a straight jacket for fun they just take him out of a straight jacket and give him a straight razor and right like your imagination does the rest um but at the end of that one, yes, Pinhead kind of, because this guy becomes like hell incarnate, but his vision of hell like is bring hell to earth. And Pinhead and the Cenobites are like, no, 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 no. We want our realm to be our realm. And so that's what you, what you get a hint of where he kind of helps the girl because he makes it so that hell stays contained in the box and the gate, mm-hmm. or sorry, the gateway is contained to the box and hell remains its own place. But then... In three, yeah, then Pinhead starts to become like kind of the person you root for, and then it goes to space and it's all fucked up. (laughs) And and I don't, I've never even seen these. I remember in three, what I always thought was great was I read Fangoria at the time, but I never saw the movie. 
three, some people say is okay, but there was a, there was a, you can tell this is of the times trees. The early, it was the early nineties and there was a centibite. All the centibites were these hell demons, pinheads, a centibite. They're these like cre- people who have been tortured ultimately in hell. And they were so good mm-hmm. at dealing with the pain that, you know, hell made Maybe. them one of the minions. So one of the yes. centibites was a CD DJ and he had CDs That's in right. his body and he would throw CDs at people and like cut them in half and so stuff. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do remember him. Yeah. And and there, I know there's more movies. And the reason I know is because around Halloween, they do the Hellraiser 8 movie collection. I'm like, 8 movie collection? Oh, no, 6 movie collection. And I'm like, 6 movie collection? And I was like, well, it's only 10 bucks. I'll buy it for Hellraiser 1 and 2 because I only have them on DVD. And, um, and then I go to look at it and it's Hellraiser 3 through 8. And I'm like, oh, fuck. There were... Eight of the uh, there were eight of these movies total, but one and two they never discount right. Those mm-hmm. Clive Barker was the, those were the ones he was involved with, and so the money. So I would argue, much like the new Halloween trilogy, it assumes Hellraiser one and two happened, but then three through eight are its own thing, and this just picks up from there. But you don't have to have seen those movies. So it reintroduces the puzzle box. It kind of gives it a more fleshed out origin. No pun intended. So Mm -hmm. it kind of like, you know, kind of explains a little bit better what's going on, whereas you had to kind of figure it out in the other movies. Um, It's not explained very well. It's a lot longer, so the pacing's a little slower, which I think a lot of audiences liked. I found it a little aggravating. My wife really liked it, though, and a lot of people seem to like it. Um, And then the pinhead is a female now. Mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of people thought was good or bad like a lot of people thought it was interesting or whatever she does a good job you know uh mm-hmm. and and i think they needed to do a new pinhead whether like pinhead's iconic with hellraiser so you have to do a version of that character but like you said the pinhead that existed now had been so bastardized in the movies like they needed mm-hmm. to restart that because this one she's like the pinhead in the first movie where she's ruthless and she's yeah, yeah, all about like, yeah. fucking people up in the interest of right like and mm-hmm. so yeah it was but all in all it was good it's on hulu right now if you want to go see it i think it's exclusive to hulu so and i was impressed trees it's in hdr it's a little bit of a dark movie meaning like Sometimes they over-darken films, and this was definitely a case of that. Um, so if you're watching it and you feel like it's really dark, it's not just you. They just filmed that movie too dark. But mm. it's it's not hard to follow. And then last but not least, um, we watched a movie called The Ter- or Sorry, Terrifier. Have you ever heard of Terrifier? Nah, no. Okay. So um, the reason it's been brought up lately is Terrifier 2 just came out, and it was in theaters. And it's, it's, first of all, it's a very long horror movie. It's two and a half hours long and audiences are like flipping out. People are walking out grossed out. People are throwing up. People are screaming apparently and running out of the theater. Um, One of those deals, huh? Yeah. And it's one of those things where like the horror buffs love it and the normal people, the horror buffs drag to the movie, hate it. Actual, actual hidden audience reactions. (laughs) Yeah. No, they're not doing that. People spilling popcorn and shit in the night vision camera. Well, yeah. And so that's the interesting thing is all these things I'm reading are like on sites like Cinemassacre and, 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 you know, Bloody Disgusting and all that stuff. Right. So maybe they're selling it up. What I am impressed with is the, the filmmakers, right, and the production studio, which is a pretty niche production studio. 
they're they're leaning into the popularity, but they're not like turning it into marketing, right? This is not being published by a normal film publisher. You know, Paramount's not backing this. This isn't even a Miramax joint. You know what I mean? It's like independent as fuck. So, mm. and they did because of their sales or something. They they've qualified to put it up to be at the Academy Awards. So they 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 submitted <laughs> for consideration the movie because they were like, because why not? Um, yeah. But it's getting a lot of traction, and I didn't even remember this movie. And so, and I know why, because the main character is called like Bob the Clown or something. It's a clown. And he's got this really, if you Google Terrifier, you'll see his face. He does this amazing smile, but it is off putting. And he's this tall, skinny dude. And he's always just, he just looks like he's going to be creepy. And then when he does stuff, he is creepy. <clears throat> And so I found out that this movie was made, the original Terrifier was made in 2016. It was an Indiegogo that succeeded. And they made this independent film that was supposed to be just like a return to the practical effects slasher film. And it is that. Like, it's not a splatter flick in the vein of Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street, I'd say, is more psychological and it's kind of having fun. And then, like, Jason Voorhees is a splatter flick. It's just like cut up kids and it's, it looks goofy and funny. And mm. um, Halloween's not even that, right? Halloween's something different. It's just like creepy, right? I, I think that's what it is, if nothing else. This is like one of those movies, kind of like Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. I'm betting you haven't seen that. But like the movies where it's like, what if we made a movie of like what a true serial killer would be today? Like if you made like a true, I think they've recently been pretty popular on Netflix and stuff where like they make the drama of Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Like, mm. and so it's kind of like that, but it's like a fictional character. And so you don't get really a plot much. Like you can understand what's going on, but like the character doesn't even speak right? The killer doesn't even speak. He doesn't even scream. He's mute. And so mm -hmm. that makes him kind of creepy to begin with. So you never find out why he's killing people. He's just killing people, right? And the way he kills people in the original, I just watched the original. It's like 90 minutes long and it's free on Vudu right now if you want to watch it with ads, um, is brutal. And they show it all in very practical, realistic effects. And there's just weird things that happen in it that are just off-putting, right? Not super off-putting. Like, I think my wife will watch it and be fine with it. But, <clears throat> and I do think it's worth saying, just because I've talked about it a couple of times on my taste towards horror movies, there's no sexual violence. You think they're going to go there, and it's not a torture porn film. You think, there's hints where you're like, is this going to get sexual? Is this going to be a torture film? And it does neither. And that, that's good, mm. because, like, that's where you'll lose me. Like, Hostel was fine, but like even people don't like going back to that now, and that's a torture porn film. But it was like the first of its kind, so I'm cool if you want to stick to torture porn. Some people consider Saw torture porn. I don't. I think those, maybe the first one was considered that, but like after a while, they just got goofy. It was just new contraptions, mm. right? New fucked up ways to mess with people. Um, so Terrifier is kind of like in its own league. It's its own thing. Um, but that was that was actually a good horror movie. If you're not squeamish, and you can watch like a brutal horror movie that's just like an old school horror film. It it definitely does not disappoint. And now I want to see Terrifier 2. 
pretty bad. So I'm trying to see if I can, if it's still in the theaters, I can sneak out and see it at AMC or something. But hmm. two and a half hours is a long horror film, though. That's a long film to begin with. But imagine a horror film that's just watching people get cut up for like as long as like a Marvel movie. <laughs> like that's asking a lot. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, no, none of that's been for me for a long time. Yeah, that's fair. So, but I figured I'd mention it for those that care. So, ah. all right. Well, I've talked for long enough. Why don't we transition to what you've been playing? Um, I forget if we were going to go back and forth with me first, you first. So in the interest of giving my voice a breather and because I've been talking a ton, <clears throat> I'll do it next week. We'll, uh, we'll have you take it away. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Yeah. So I have played uh, <laughs> nothing new, right? <laughs> and spoilers, really, neither have I. Uh, mostly because I've just been playing the stuff I've been playing, right? So, um, obviously, we'll get it out of the way. Fortnite. Um, me and my son had a nice banner Sunday sick morning. Yeah. Um, where I unlocked my uh, Fred's Gwen Stacy. <laughs> I was very... It's Spider Gwen. It. It's not Gwen Stacy, sir. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You don't say you unlock Peter Parker. You unlock Spider-Man. <laughs> um, you know, like I said to my son, I was like, I don't want this stupid thing. I know. Well, Fred, you probably heard that. You probably felt that. Well, so Trees, bear with me. I'm on level 70. I'm I'm coming along. Okay. I'm coming along. So I am currently mm-hmm. 105, I think. And he is 92. So he has, he has um, Spider-Gwen too. See, you must um, play more than me, though. Like, yeah, yeah, no, we were playing a lot over the weekend for sure. Yeah. Um, and there is an abundance of missions going on right now. There's like a uh, like, there's like it's been Skywalker Week. Yeah, I was right? I was really pleased with Skywalker Week. Like, if I can interject Those, for a moment, I finally yeah, got to see what it was like to see. All the Spider-Man, st- or all, all the Star Wars stuff. Mm. So, uh, Trees, it's kind of like when you talk about the preposterous shit that happened. Like, mm-hmm. I had to take a screenshot for myself because I was Spider-Man with Wolverine claws holding a blaster, killing Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. <laughs> it's good times. Mm. Um, yeah, so they're doing like a Star Wars event this week. It's no big deal. I, it says week, so I'm assuming something going to last. You know, they're in the store for way too much money. Yeah, I was very... Um, sa- well, that's what they normally charge, though. But I was very sad that you couldn't earn anything, right? I can't earn a, a, a lightsaber. Oh, no, there's no reward for the You mission. get points. You get, you get a lot of points, but... A lot. But, yeah. So, you get you tw- 20 grand a pop for the missions. I uh, did those already. We finished the escape room missions on the website. Uh I need to so go back and do those because you played those up and I never do them. I mean, they're, they're really nothing. They're like... Um, <clears throat> but do they crank yeah. points? Like, what's the value in them? No. Is it points or giveaways? So, both. So okay. I think stage one, you get something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like a spray or a fucking emote. Um, stage two, you get 20,000 XP. Then stage three, you get like a another emote thing or a spray thing. And then the last thing you get is a weapon skin, which is what I want. 
So, right. I went through them all and we got all those. Um, we did most of the Fort Nightmare stuff. Um, I think the only thing we didn't get was the, there's like a pickaxe version of their thing. Oh, um, there was, yeah, there was one I just knew I wasn't going to get, which I think was to complete all like 25. Yeah, it's, it's the last one. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing. So we did the <laughs> first three things or whatever. Um, I just know I unlocked all the stuff that you got other than that, yes. that big one. Yeah. Um, the Star Wars stuff, I did all those, like I just said. Um, I didn't do all of them, but I've done. There's only like five or six of them. And then. There's only like five of them, and then there's just an ongoing one that has different milestones for doing damage with um, lightsaber. Yeah. Um, no, just any Star Wars weapon. So the blaster oh, okay. too. Okay. It's just a cumulative like a milestone. So like after you do the main ones, you just that will just add up for you for as long as the event goes on. Um, and then, like I said, I finished the season pass. So right. I, I got everything in the season pass, including that dumb bear. Um, I, am I was using him. Little bear. All of them. The 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 um the boy girl character there, the one that puts on the visors and you can switch. So you can do you that's a weird character. The um I think it's um what is the name? I can't remember the name now. Um hype or something. I don't know what the fuck the name is. Um anyways. His emote is you put on like like you said the VR goggles and you mm-hmm. turn into like an emo rock girl. Yes, and I want that so bad. And I don't know what and, – and when you look at them, it's the same – the thing is, it's the same character. Right? If you look at the face – Right, they just it, – instead of giving – it's kind of like when you're making a character creator and you can just – right? Yeah, you, it's it's like, a very, very androgynous face. It's like when you do um, – it's when they do Homer Simpson's brother and they put – Oh, hair on Homer Simpson's head, and they're like, that's the brother. And they made a sister, they just put long hair, and they go, that's the sister. That's what they do. So, if you look at the face, it's just the same face, but one's like a boy, one's a girl. But you can swap them back and forth. Um, it's what you can do that in the game, so you can just play who you want to play. It's very strange, right? Because, oh, so like in the middle of the match, you can swap it, yeah. So, it's like you can be, but you originally have to unlock the, the guy. Right, because in order to get the, the later on yeah, one, because that's a skin but once you, for him. Yeah, yeah, but once you get that skin, the the second skin with the girl, like that emotes like built into that character. So as long as you pick that character, the boy or the girl, you can swap back and forth as you play. Gotcha. Okay. I don't that's know why cool. you'd want to, but you can. So that's a cool character. Trees. Mm-hmm. It's 2022, and sometimes you feel like a boy, and sometimes you feel like a girl. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's yeah. what that is. <laughs> Every time I kill somebody, I switch. There you go. Like, I like that. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, crank into that, and now I'm in the extra battle pass, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I got that guy that we were just talking about, but now I I unlocked the one where he sort of has like a Tron lacing. Around okay. his like black suit instead mm-hmm. of green, it's all black, and so it has like this light blue, which I like that. Um, there's a skin that I want that's pretty cool, but then in the second um tier of that extra battle pass is um Spider Gwen without the hood. So I guess you could say God Gwen Stacy. Damn it, 
And that's the one I want because I think that looks – I think she's yeah. cool looking, the tattooed yeah. version. Um, and then as you go down those battle passes, then you start getting different color variants and stuff. And there's a cool one. If you look at it, it's like the last one. It's 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 Spider-Gwen, but she has like a um, pearlescent, like purple-pink mm-hmm. glow. So as she rotates around, like she changes – it's it's very cool looking. And I'm like, I like that, but that takes you'd have to go to like I forget how many levels you think you have hit in level 200 or 150 or something to unlock all that. Um, I don't think I'd ever get there. What I might do though, trees, mm-hmm. is if I get to like 125 or whatever, you know, if I get close enough, I can just spend my V bucks. I've got like 2500. Mm-hmm. I could just spend. Am I correct that like that buy 25 levels works anytime? Like even after the. The main, yeah. Oh, so you mean like unlock it to get through like that get to one twenty five? But see, it takes so much to get additional levels, mm-hmm. right? That the way you solve this is you just you just buy into your last twenty five levels to cross that finish line. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'll have to see and figure it out. Um, and then, oh, and then there's also Herald missions now, which is the enemy in this one. She's yep. like a flowerly looking yeah. demon girl. So me and my, I have all that unlocked too. So I have her and all her skins and guns and whatnot. Um, nice. I don't know. Like I said, I'm either good or everybody stinks. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, and my son wants to play build mode now. Uh-huh. So we have to play build mode. He wants to build us uh, forts. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't build anything. Don't need to. And um, <laughs> um, and we got two. We had two uh, victory royales tonight before I before I put them to bed in build mode. Nice. With me getting the final kills, snipering people. Oh, brutal. And uh, <clears throat> good times. <laughs> um, there's nothing fun about getting that. that you know, I shot someone in the woods. Like I seen the top of their head. They were hiding. We were in the final circle and I clipped them and I seen him go down. He was that big, stupid bear. So I could see him from a mile away, fluorescent green. <laughs> yep. And um, so then I seen him crawling and he was right. You know, I could see like the top slivers of him crawling. And, you know, the snipers have bullet drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was able to aim up above the hill. And then it dropped and hit him behind the hill. That made me happy because I seen all the colorful weapons go spilling out. Yeah, I love that when um, you see them the, just erupt in weapons. And it was across a whole circle, so I mean, it was pretty. It was a pretty long shot. And then through all the junk that was on the ground, I think his buddy was um, getting all the shit or something, mm-hmm. and I just shot blindly into the junk. And then the victory royale popped up. Oh, and I was like, nice. I was like, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing, buddy. I just shot blindly into the junk. Your dead, your dead partner's corpse, and I uh, hit you. Um, so I had a couple of real quick, just so I don't have to talk Fortnite. Yep. I had a couple of match. I've been playing solo. My daughter's not my daughter and I aren't on the same page as to when to play Fortnite. It seems like every mm. time I play Fortnite, she's already in a different game with her friends. And then when she's ready to play Fortnite, I'm at like work <laughs> or like I'm, I'm doing something like going to the gym or something. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I, I did get a victory Royale this week. One, 
Still get usually like one a week. Um, but I had like two that were pretty embarrassing where me and the other guy like went up against each other and like, I just did the wrong thing. I had this one where I was fucking second place. I couldn't believe this. And I, I pressed Y. So I whipped out my Wolverine claws instead when I meant to press right bumper. I don't know why, but I whipped out my Wolverine claws while he's just, just peppering me with bullets instead of switching over to my, my super fast machine gun. So, but mm. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I still continue to have fun with Fortnite. Um, yep. So playing that, um, playing more of the um, Trials of Mana. Okay. Yeah. Which um, nothing new to report on that front. I will okay. say it's a perfectly fine JRPG. Action JRPG. See, I don't, the the turn-based stuff is what I don't like about traditional JRPGs. But yes, I am looking forward to starting this game extremely soon. So it's not bad, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a bad game. It's not the greatest thing you ever played. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of one of those, man. It's a thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing. It's it's just, it's perfectly fine. (laughs) But there's like nothing... Nothing, Nothing new to report. New, and you know, I was funny because I was I was mowing the lawn, and uh, before Halloween, just cleaning up the yard, the leaves and shit. And um, I was listening to podcast, and our podcast came on because fucking I just let podcasts play and they flow into each other. And I always sometimes like to scrub do our shows just to like, you know, quality or whatever. I just like to hear what you know. I forget shit I say, you know. Absolutely. And so when I was talking about that game, I was kind of cringing a little because I'm like, did that come off bad when I was talking about the, the dude with the, the character with the flamboyant voice, right? Because I'm like, am I saying that in a wrong way? No, no, because I don't think so. I mean, I, I haven't so, heard it, so. I mean, well, I've, I've heard what you said. I haven't heard the voice in context of the game. As in, I was making it sound like it was bad because it was a flamboyant voice. That's not what I meant. No, my take on it was just, and the reason it matters, my <sighs> take on it is because you're hearing, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. your opinion. But my mm-hmm. take on it was that it was out of place that they selected a flamboyant voice for that character. That was yeah. my read on what you were saying. That was it. But also, um, I think it it was bad because, like, I work with a guy who's very flamboyant, right? Okay. And he's a funny bastard, and he has that cadence when he talks, but mm-hmm. it's natural to him. That's his cadence. That's his voice. It's if he did that voice, it would be fine. But if they have someone. Well, but that's that's his natural they, state, right? That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. So if they just had someone with that cadence doing the voice, it would sound good. They have someone doing like an exaggerated, over-the-top version that doesn't fit. That's what I don't like. Yeah, that makes you know what I'm sense. Yeah. You know it's somebody that doesn't talk like that, impersonating somebody who talks like that. And then mm-hmm. they're doing it almost like over-the-top and offensively. So that's what I don't like. That's more yeah, better way to articulate it. So, anyways, I wanted to say that just because I was like, you know, I never ever wanted to make it sound like I'm like, oh, get that out of my game. It's like, no, no, Judgy not that. Bitch. I don't like what they 
fucking how they did it. Um, that um, I went back to um, Cult of the Lamb. Okay. It's been updated a few times. It even has a different, like, sort of like splash page, like a cover art, you know? Yes. Um, you know what? I'm really digging into that more than I did last time. Like, I'm really like, um, I don't know. I think I was m- afraid to play it last time. Like, those, like, sim games, it's like, I don't know. I'm like afraid I'm going to fuck up or do something so I don't go all in. Okay. And this time I'm just like, fuck this. Like, you throw gonna, caution in the wind. <laughs> I, I, like, these, my little cult members, like, I'm going to treat them kind of how the game wants you to treat them. <laughs> right. And, um, so yeah. So I'm just cranking those guys out. Like, I'm, I'm finding, I'm trying to keep around 10 of them. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to be a good cult leader, Fred. But I also am being a harsh. Last time I was like, I'm going to be the worst cult leader ever. But then I can't do it, right? Uh-huh. Like you have decisions to be good or bad. Like there's different doctrines you can make. And I always went with the good ones because the bad ones just sound terrible. And you're like, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so this time, all right, I'm a good cult leader, Fred. But I do not tolerate uh, defectors. So uh-huh. that's, that's, you know how I am. You that's know how I, in my, you know, in my head, I make up my own role playing. Oh yeah. That's what my guy is. He's doing anything for you. He's friendly. He's making sure you're comfortable, but you're going to start talking shit and causing some ripples. All right. <laughs> and it's the, follow, the followers of do will not tolerate it. All right. <laughs> because so <laughs> Mountain Dew reference if. Followers, followers of, of do holy shit i okay sorry yeah a little slow yeah, i keep here but yeah i couldn't think of a name and i was drinking mountain dew at the time and i was at followers of do i love it so that's fun when that pops up on this because whenever you come back to your cult it puts like the name of your cult up on the screen in big letters it's fantastic it's in like you know satanic letters lettering font or something so it's fun to see followers of do sort of come up <laughs> um so basically I upped human sacrifice to the cult where I made it so that they accept it and it's actually beneficial to them. Like they, they think it's a yeah. necessary thing. <clears throat> um, and then I also made murder legal for me. Like the purge. <laughs> um, so when people start talking shit, when their faith gets too low, you'll see them, their eyes are red and they look mad Right, mm-hmm. and they have a little bullhorn, and they'd be like yelling into it, and they'll get people around them fucking listen to this shit. And you can go up and re-educate them by like preaching to them every day until their faith goes back up. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> you go right to the sacri- human sacrifice pit. There you go. Like I can't have it. You get made an example of, or I'm just gonna <laughs> murder you. And I'm gonna turn you into fertilizer for the garden. Like that's that's what we're doing. I love it. So you'll get what you need, right? Plenty of food, good place to sleep. You know what I'm saying? A nice clean place. Have I not provided but, everything you need? <laughs> that's right. But you're gonna fuck around and cause ripples. I can't have it. Yeah. All right. Um. 
So that's how I've been playing, and I'm I'm having a lot more fun of just <laughs> you know what I mean. Because before I'm like, oh my god, I got like two people defecting, and I'm like, how do I? And I'm trying to get them out of it, and then uh, you know what I mean. It's like it's, yeah, yeah, it's just like roll like you know it's all falling apart, and then I'm getting overwhelmed, and I'm like, oh god. Now I'm just like, no, you're out, you're out, and guess what? <laughs> Fucking no more shit talk. <laughs> Done. Um. But that game's that game's fun. That game is a very unique uh, take on that fucking uh, genre for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and so playing that, and then uh, the other thing, Fred, uh, that's been occupying my time is my new favorite console. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. My my X seven plus. Um, 3000 uh, plus game uh, emulator switch PSP thing that I got from wish.com um, so it arrived it arrived uh, I think last show uh, it, arrived. it was like in the mailbox I, I, I like yeah, I had you the texted me the morning after last show but yeah um, and I went and got it. It showed up. It looked like a. I think I, I said you. I had like problems saying this phrasing is was, absolutely hilarious. But it looked like a brick of like black tie heroin. It was just yes, wrapped was. in like black with duct tape around it, just in my mailbox. I'm like, okay. Everyone um, I show that that text to starts cracking mm-hmm. up and goes, "He's right." Yeah. <laughs> um. So I got this thing. It's this little emulator. It's, it, you know, on the cover, it looks like a Switch sort of. It looks like a PSP with Switch colors. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like that at all. It's blue. <laughs> you know, you've seen I sent you a picture. It's all yeah. blue. Um, and it's cheap, right? Like, it, you can tell it's, like, hollow and, like, you know, rattly and, you know. Yeah, I can hear um, it. Now, but, yeah. Yeah, can you hear it? Let me. Yep. <laughs> there you go. All right? That's what it sounds like. Um so here's the description from the back of the box, Fred. Um, it has a 5.1 inch TFF IK color display. Um, supports more than 29 languages, right? And then it supports. Um, it, it lists all the shit it supports. Supports um, in their line. It does have PS One <laughs> on hand. It does have PS One on hand. Like, like in their line. It does not support. Uh, you know, it has like Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, um, NES, and then it has stuff like you know Super Famicom and Mega Drive, and has a ton of shit. I've sent you screenshots. It just has yep. lists of shit, and under each one of those is like endless ROM ROMs and shit yep. <laughs> of everything. Um, it supports eight bit, sixteen bit, thirty two, sixty four bit arcade games. Don't know if that's true. So first and foremost, um, most people didn't care about quote unquote bits on arcade games because that was right. Like that was um, the consoles. It kind of described the core CPU that ran it, but Mm -hmm. arcades, you just put whatever processor chip you needed. Like, so yeah, I guess that's true. I think what I would say is you keep saying, or you, you say that like you, they say this, but it's not true. Well, the emulator will run, but whether the game runs at a at a 
you know, acceptable or playable frame rate is a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying I don't think any games go <laughs> that far ahead in history that yeah. they need any of that. Um, sports TF card, maximum uh, 64 gigs. Sports recording function, which is true. It has a rec- it has like a little menu when you open it. It has all types of shit. And it does have – it has a – where it looks like a camera on the back, it's actually a microphone. So I'm sure this thing's recording me. And my my time card at work suspiciously went blank and stopped working this week <laughs> since I've had this thing. People are like, that's because you got that fucking spyware in your pocket with your time card. You right. fucking erased it. I go, you, I, go I cannot – say that's not what's happening. <laughs> right. Cannot say with confidence that this thing did not erase my time card. Um, <laughs> but it does have a recorder. I haven't used it. Uh, it supports playing music, video yeah, what playing. What do you think you're going to record the next questions for trees on? I, oh, that'd be amazing. Um, Test it first. It might sound like shit, but yeah. yeah uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say it sounds like shit. <laughs> Uh, video playing, ebook, and a stopwatch. All oh, that's true. There you go. Uh, there's nothing in the ebook. I checked because this thing has weird random files like just on it already. Well, yeah, you can put ebooks in there, but yeah, because the Chinese are just stealing all this mm. shit. <laughs> supports picture browsing, resource manager, supports USB 2.0 high speed transmission, um, <laughs> supports TV output function. Yeah, right? hook it up to a it TV. Does come, can, yeah. It does come with AV cables, Fred, which go. I have not tried out. Old school AV cables. Oh, um, man. Hook that up it, to a CRT. It also came with, um, looks like old Apple headphones, <clears throat> wired Apple headphones. It's like they have a bunch laying around. Hell they yeah. threw that in the box. You know they do. Um, so the, the funny thing was just, first of all, trying to figure out how it works, right? Because... Um, just navigating the menus and stuff, like a button, the button that you would think would be like, you know, like enter is not in the button you think would be back isn't. Oh, and that's because in Japan, oh, well, no, I guess this is China. So, but yeah, in Japan, circle is accept and crosses go back. Yeah, well, this is a X, Y, A, B button. Okay. All right. And usually A would be. You know, enter, accept, and B would and be back. B would be backing out. Uh, but on this thing, it's like X to go into something, oh. and then no buttons back out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Double dots and, oh, back out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like it's all fucked up. And then when you go into a different menu, they switch all that up. Okay. So it took me a while to figure how to get around. <laughs> yeah, um, I can imagine. But I did get into the pictures, and it was kind of funny. I was sending you stuff. They had, like, stock pictures of just Bullets. whatever, lion's eyes and eagles and a beach and stuff. That was funny. Um, the video player had some MP3s in there, whatever it had in there, movie files. MP4. One was okay. just, like, something you'd put on a TV at Best Buy. It was just, like, oh, panning okay. over, like, like rivers thing. and fucking stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, like, a city at night. <laughs> uh-huh. Um but then there was also like a four-minute clip of the beginning of the movie uh, Bolt, Disney's Bolt. Oh, so that it was, was just a like, movie file you were showing me. <laughs> yeah. I had those Bolt on ice frame pictures, yeah. No, it was just like a four-minute clip of Bolt. There you go. It wasn't even like a trailer. Right. It was, it just, was just 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 four-minute clip demo of the clip beginning of Bolt. Before the, uh, yeah. Hilarious. Screen's not terrible. I will say that. There you go. You know? 
Um, but then you get into the games and listen, it works, right? Like I think out of everything I've gone through and I've gone through a lot, there've only been like three dead files where it's like, can't play it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise than that, pretty much anything I've picked out of any of the stuff. Right. And I've, I was showing you pictures. It was like Neo Geo games. There was like fatal fury Two. Um, you know, the NES games, it is folder upon folder upon folder of ROMs. <laughs> Can't possibly go through them all. And I was finding shit in there. I think I showed you like a, a screen. There's one that just said uh, Mac OS demo. Yeah. And it was literally, it booted up and it was just a screenshot of like old, like, I don't know, Mac OS 8 or something. It's just yeah. a desktop picture. But then someone wrote like, under like the name of the hard drive, they wrote shit. Like it was just like, what I know, am I, I looking thought that at? It was great. Yeah. Like, what is this? Um, but yeah, I was going through stuff. I was playing fucking Neo Geo games and I was, and some of them were Chinese games that like you boot them up and it says on the screen, like, this is prohibited outside the fucking country of China. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. You're like, oh boy. A um, lot of beat em ups, a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, I was starting to find like uh, like adult games, but not real adult games. It's like bubble, you know, bubble babes. <laughs> yeah, it was like bubble bobble, but with like a topless girl in a tub, like you know, like eight bit graphics topless girl mm-hmm. in a tub, you know, like Commodore sixty four shit. Um, I found a poker game that was um, like Poker Beauties or something. And it was like you just play poker against this girl's face and when you win it will show like her full picture with her saying something and she's like topless or something there you go i beat one girl yeah i beat one girl and her and she goes what what do i look easy they don't call me poker penny for nothing you know what i'm saying (laughs) and that was worth 20 bucks that's what i thought (laughs) that was like worth the whole because you're not wrong I sent that picture to my friend because I didn't send it to you because I said I tortured Fred enough. Like people need to know, I was just di- diary like or yeah. pitches I was yeah, sending. I've got plenty I of like, pictures. I I might I, use, this. I might use a non bubble bath babes picture for yeah you, yeah uh, you don't want to get in trouble. This week. But um, I mean I can show well, you. I can put the I love penny. my favorite thing to do over nipples now is the smiley face emoji that has the stars in the eyes. Yeah, I like to put that over nipples. Uh, but yeah, anyway. yeah, this was uh, that screenshot. Um, you know, and it was, it's like I sent that picture, this picture I'm sending you, I sent it to my buddy, and he just wrote, You're out, she looks dirty. And I said, She is dirty and dumb and not very good at poker either. I said, Um, That's how I like him, dirty, dumb poker. and not good at poker, and not good at poker. There you um, go. So I am having fun. I mean, like I said, uh, I don't know other people's mileage might vary with something like this. Um, I think I lucked out for what thirty. I think I paid thirty eight bucks total for it with the shipping and stuff, and it works. Right, the buttons are cheap and all this stuff. I don't know how long you would actually play. Like, I, you couldn't play a competent game of like Street Fighter Two on it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they're this on may there. not be the machine you complete Mike Tyson's punch out with, but uh, that's on there too. I was playing I'm that too. Sure, it is. 
I have played everything. I found Castlevania games on there. I found sure. me- all the Mega Man games. Yep. I found um <clears throat> I found Earthbound and there's tons of all the original RPGs, but unfortunately most of them are in Chinese, you know what I mean, or Japanese. Um you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like all the Final Fantasies are on there, all the originals, but they're all I can't play them. Um there's some weird hack ROMs on there too that I found, unfortunately. You know? Yes, you did show me <laughs> one one from Norway that was uh questionable to say the least. Um to say the least. So there's stuff like that on there, but um I know it was fun. Like some games are fun when you boot them up because it boots up the ROM, like if you were turning on an arcade machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really like that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think it was. Uh, I think it was well. I found the original Harvest Moon right on there. Yep. So that's that was. Well, a good I mean, time. they. I would think and hope this is just the ROM sets just dumped onto. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, like I said, because um, you like had game- asked me. And I, I kind of told you this. You would ask me, why are they in all these weird folders where there's oh. only like so many in each? And I said, because when you're playing on most of these emulators and especially like on the Mr. and Raspberry mm-hmm. Pi, if you have more than, I always do no more than 250, but I had heard it was 500 and then yours proves it's more like 1,000. If there's more than like 1,000 files, what'll happen is the menu will freeze when you go to load okay. the menu. So... You know, Game Boy Color and Super Famicom and all these, you know, they have a decent chunk of games in there that you can scroll down. But if I go into the NES, there's folders. In the folders... the because yeah, uh, the NES has like 5,000 ROMs. Right. And the folders will say like, you know, like, you know, 1,300 to 1,500. <laughs> yeah. 2,300 to 3,300. Like, and they go on for like two pages. Like... There's no way I can look through them all. Right. I mean, I've been doing it in my spare time at work. I scroll through them. Um, and it's fun. But again, most. <laughs> you know, like, and it's fun. It is fun. It is. It's don't, fun. Don't, it's don't it's like, what am I it's looking fun. at? What am I looking at? Especially when you don't recognize what the name is because it's all abbreviated. Then you turn it on. You're like, oh, it's this piece yep. of shit. But it's this piece of shit. <laughs> It's true. You're like, what is this? And then you turn on your, ah, because, because there's also like duplicate games on there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It, it will it will say like, mo punch out, right? And then somewhere else in some other folder, it would be like punchy punchy, and you fucking turn that on. It's Mike Tyson's punch out. You're like motherfuckers, <laughs> punchy, punchy. Um, it's just weird shit, you know. Yeah. And, but most games. Honestly, you would only pop on and play for two minutes, anyways. Like so many of these weird, like beat 'em ups and shit. You wouldn't sit there and try to play through them. Like you play them for like a little bit, and you're like, "This is terrible." It's fun to see because it's just odd. You know what I mean? It's just odd shit. But so know. elaborate on that a little bit more for me. So you're not saying that Streets of Rage two. There's no reason to play through it. You're saying on this, there's no reason to play through it. No, I'm saying Streets of Rage 2 would be fun to play through. I'm saying there's thousands of games on There's like hundreds of games on this, 
and there's all types of dumb beat 'em ups like Streets of Rage. Right. That you turn on and you're like, this one's no, this is no good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this that's is what like I'm the saying. shit generic for. <laughs> yeah, it, like there's so many crazy ones. You know what I mean? The, same with like Mario clones and platformers and just weird shit from from China or Japan that like never came over here, but they're on this thing, but they're not that great. Yeah. You know, it's not a good platformer. You wouldn't spend more than five minutes goofing around with it. Like you're not going to dedicate your night. Like you might dedicate your night, like you, Fred, to a Mega Man game. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like crazy, crazy monkey, tree climber or whatever that you find on here. And it's like uh, some good weird crazy monkey yeah. tree climber. And it's some <laughs> silly just platformer where you like climb it like, like Donkey Kong country. You know what I mean? You run around and throw bananas, but you're like, it's worse than any platformer you would play anyway. You're not going to spend a night playing it. So right. there's hundreds of those on this thing that you're going to look at once and never go back to. Um, so it, it has a save feature though. The save files, like if you back out of a game, it says save, and I tried it out. It does save game progress for you. There you it go. does sort of like a Nintendo. It does sort of like a retro Nintendo retro console where I think it takes like a snapshot of where you are. So when you go back, the problem is. Oh, sorry. Save states. That's what you're sorry. It was taking me. It, it does like save states, but it doesn't like. That's what it's doing, but it's not doing like showing you a little picture. But like I started Earthbound just to see, you know, I made a name and I started playing it. Mm-hmm. And then I backed out because there's no quit, right? On those old games, right? Not like yeah. now where you quit to a menu. So pause, go to main menu on old NES games. It's fucking, you just turned your console off. You wrote down the code and turned your console off. Yep. So <clears throat> on this one, you just hit back the button that brings you out and it goes to like the, the, start menu for the the rom but it will have like save game one two and three if you click it you know it will it will save it and um when you load it from there it literally just pops the game back on from where you were um but it doesn't catalog anything right you'd have to remember under what console it was and what file name it was to get to it like you know what i mean it doesn't have like a separate thing that oh here's all the games you've played we saved it's like no you have to remember you'd have to write down exactly where the fuck you found it oh yeah (coughs) sorry about that um no no you're good i mean i've been scratchy voice mcgee like (laughs) i got some water i'm trying to keep it at bay um so there you go. Yeah, that was – I forget what the actual description on Wish.com was for this thing Uh-huh. because they just have these long, crazy names. And there's many – there's tons of these. And I'm interested if if I get a different one from someone different. I wonder if it has all the same games on it. Like I wonder if it's like this one copied ROM fucking um, memory stick that they use for all these things and they just slap them in all of them. You know, oh, I'm sure. So. I'm sure it's just an image, and they just, yeah, they just, um, you know, they've probably got a. Oh, what's the? There are various like image creation mm-hmm. 
softwares. Um, there's one we use at the hospital because, like, whenever we make a new workstation, we just install, like, a version of it. And, um, yeah, I guarantee you that's what it is. Yeah. So, I don't know if anybody's interested in one of them, you know. Like I said, just go to wish.com and browse, like, handheld consoles, and you'll see one of them. They look like PSPs or Switches. Uh, again, your luck may vary. So, <laughs> with what you get. With what you get and when you get it. That's but, right. uh, I don't know. Just the day sending you pitches was worth 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, my time. Well, like I said, I think this works for mo- for a large number of people, right? Like mm-hmm. there will like a person like me, like, yeah. And, and even like chase who, you know, learn from gaming chase, like he's gone a little further with like the handheld emulation and stuff like that. So like <clears throat> some people would say like if the reaction times or the buttons feel crappy or something like that, like, that's mm-hmm. not good enough for, for them, but they're seeking something different. If you just want to have like a little cheap plastic device to carry around with you to fuck mm-hmm. around with and have some ROMs to explore because um, uh, there's been a lot of weird hacks and uh, compilations that have come out. Like this is a great way to just get involved in all that. Plus, like I said, when it says it supports TF, I think that's um, just SD card. It's just another way to call it. And mm-hmm. so you could probably put an, a little micro SD card in there, Trees. <coughs> Who knows? You could probably just copy over the files. So it, could, it can be an easy place to get a ROM set because I bet those ROM sets don't have viruses in them because what's the point of giving your own device you're trying to sell a virus? Like, so. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'll continue to keep messing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Good times. Good times with that thing. Good times. But that's really, that's really what I've been, that's what I've been messing with, you know? All right. Well, uh, let's see here. So uh, let's talk about what I've completed. So I, well, no, here, I'll start here. So I'm still playing Blasphemous. That is the... So some people have said it's a Soulsborne-like. Some people have said it's a Metroidvania. I would say it's more a Metroidvania than a Soulsborne because personally to me, I don't find it as difficult. Um, What it reminds me more of is, you remember in Symphony of the Night, you just get to a point a little, especially a little bit later in the game, where you just had to kind of know the enemy's patterns. And you could try to brute force your way through it, but it was very taxing and you'd have to constantly find like save spots to restore your health and stuff. And it was just better to learn their patterns. Blasphemous is very much that way. It's just that the consequence for not learning their pattern is pretty hardcore. So that's probably where you get the, um, the, the souls comparison, right? Mm. Where like a single enemy can fuck you up if you don't know how to fight them or if you don't, take the time to but on the flip side i found I, I i'm pretty far in the game and i find the bosses to be not very difficult and when you die you don't lose your xp you've collected you're there's just like a crucifix that's sitting out there that if you come back to it you get half your life bar filled refilled mm. and you also have this thing where you have like magic abilities which 
are just beneficial, but they're not necessary abilities. They're just special magics. You call them prayers. And the more you've died and not recovered your bodies, the more it blocks off that magic meter, right? So you get less magic, basically. But magic's Mm. not that core of a mechanic to the game. And I think it's because they know, like, if you die a lot, like, you're going to have this blocked off. So they can't make it a required trait. Otherwise, people could get stuck, right? So as such, there's not a whole lot of consequence to dying, Um, what I will say is, and this is again, more so Metroidvanias than Soulsborne games, you are backtracking a lot. And in a handful of cases, I have gotten stuck where I'm like, I don't know where the fuck to go. Right. And I don't know, what's your take on this? So then I would just Google where to go. And because this Mm -hmm. game's so open, like this game opens up where it's like, you, you start into this town. Okay. Like this hub town, very similar to Bloodstained. And then you get into this area and it's like, well, you have to go take out three, you know, demons. You have to basically go free three religious people who are being captured by like, let's say demons. I don't know if I would necessarily call the bosses demons, but we'll say that for the sake of just explaining the story. And it goes, you can go up into the mountains, you can go down into the catacombs, or you can go over into, you know, the, um, I forget what they call it, but like over into like this other area, right? You can either go right up or down, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's open. And technically you can go to all these places and fight the bosses out, you know, with no specific order. Um, I can tell you now for those that I guess skip 15 seconds ahead, if you really don't want to be spoiled on the intended order. But from what I gather, the intended order is right down, then up. But you really could do it in any way. I ended up going, I ended up not noticing where the boss door was in the upper area. And I was like, well, maybe I don't have an ability yet, right? That's a Metroidvania problem. Maybe I don't have the ability yet to fight the boss. But it turns out, no, if I just walked right, what looked like a wall was actually a doorway. Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> always try the doorway. Yeah. Um, another good thing is there is a person, this is something kind of similar to Soulsborne games. There is this person right before every boss battle that says, would you like me to help you in this fight? I never used help. Um, I did die a couple of times, but again, what you'll like about this game that's kind of old school trees is once you memorize the patterns on enemies and bosses, they are totally beatable. Right. And like not brutally beatable. Like it's not too hard. So like, I liked that, right? Like it's, it's old school Nintendo, Super Nintendo, 16 bit, eight bit era where it's like, just learn the pattern and then you can beat them. Right. And that was true in symphony of the night. You'd get to certain bosses and you'd be like, there's no fucking way I'm going to beat them. (laughs) And outside of Dracula, which Dracula, I still stand by this, the Dracula fight, you just, you're so OP that you just hope to get lucky. And I remember being down to like a quarter life and then killing him. And I was like, God, what I had to go through to get to this point, if I died, I probably just wouldn't play it again. And I've talked to more than a few people who said the same thing, but everyone just seems to beat him. I almost wonder if the game just knocks your health down a little bit. And then if you, and then it gives like Dracula an X amount of hit points once you're at like half health. And it's like, if you can get enough licks in, you beat the game. Cause very hmm. few people I know died on Dracula. And if you do, you have to go back and redo like the whole 
30 to 40 minute ending sequence. And I was like, I would never do that in Symphony of the Night. And I've beaten Symphony of the Night a couple of times now. And I've just never, I've always gotten close to dying on Dracula, but never died on Dracula. So I'm sure you can, but anyway, here it's way different. You have a save point right before the boss battle. If you die, you just walk back into the room, right? And you kind of get help because one of those little statues is there where if you get far enough into the boss battle, one of the big things about this game that is similar to Soulsborne games is you have healing flasks, right? But you have to do the full animation where you smash the you, he smashes blood all over his face and he does the sign of the cross. If you can't do that full animation without getting hit, until if you get hit while doing that animation until it completes, you don't get healed, you do lose the flask and you do take damage, right? So it's like a really big consequence. And some of these bosses, the way they work, right? They can hit you. You have to find opportune windows. And so these statues can be a very easy way to get a ton of health, way more than you get from a single flask and kind of restore yourself. But again, there were a couple of times where I got stuck and I was like, I don't know what to do next. And frankly, with one of them, especially where you open up a certain area, I was like, that's how you do it. That's fucking bullshit. And the way they handle like poison gas in this game is fucking bullshit. I don't like how they do it, but by and large, this game is very beatable. I haven't beaten it yet, but I know I'm in the home stretch. I know I've, I've opened the big gates, which opens the, what I believe is the fourth and final like main area. And so I'm like 75% through. So I'll probably see that game to its conclusion. I have no reason to believe right now that, who knows? Last boss will probably be f- tough, but like not fucking brutal. Um, and I've mm. I've found a lot of enjoyment in that game. It's also got a cool like CRT filter, which oversaturates the colors and puts scan lines on the screen. I'm not usually a scan line person, but the colors seem oddly muted when you don't have the CRT filter on. And this game has auto HDR, so perhaps that's the culprit. But like mm. with games like Bloodstained, where for a while the auto HDR was broken and Microsoft just turned it off. And then once a patch got live that fixed that, they turned it back on like automatically, like your Xbox would automatically turn it on. You didn't have a choice. So maybe that's mm. the culprit. But either way, I like the yeah. CRT filter. But Blasphemous is more fun than I thought it would be. And I've put about eight hours into it. I'm guessing this game's probably a 10 hour, maybe 12 hour yeah. game. So yeah. it's good. Chunk of change. Yeah, yeah. And it was good for like Halloween season when I needed to play a horror game during the day, right? Because it's kind of horror-esque with the enemies. Like the enemies are pretty fucked up, man. Like, And this this was made by a bunch of Spaniards, so they don't mind stuff like fully nude people. So like there's like a naked like, I don't know what to call it, like, like blasphemer and it's like a dude who's fully naked dong hanging out and everything but he's been split down the middle so his body's in two parts and it's being held together by an angelic like crown and he throws like blades at you and there's another woman who she's fully naked bush out and everything and she's hauling a big crucifix and she just tries to smack you around with it and stuff like that so yeah, this game's got some vivid imagery. And when you kill people, it's not pleasant. Your character's fucked up. Like, there's even finishing moves where he, like, like with the, with the, with one of the characters who's, like, got a big coffin for a shield, he, like, pushes the coffin on top of them and then steps on it to smush them. There's another person, like, the, the girl I'm talking about with, with the big crucifix or with the cross on her back. He, like, grabs okay. her, kicks the cross away, cuts her 
arms off, cuts her legs off, and then slits her up the, the middle. Like, I was like, fuck. Mm. Like, and again, this is 8-bit graphics, or 16-bit graphics, so, like, maybe 32-bit. I don't know. Who cares the bits? But it's, like, late Super Nintendo, early PlayStation-era graphics. Like, and so, like, it's not, like, super that, but it's, like, ultra-violent. I'm like, it's fucked up, but... Jeez. Anyway. So, I probably won't talk about Blasphemous anymore, right? Just because I've I've really... I don't have much more to say other than once I complete it, I'll tell you whether or not it was bullshit. But like for now I'm thoroughly impressed with it, but it's not like it gets a little long in the tooth. So it's not like pulling me to it. Like I'm not drawn to play it every day, but when I do feel like playing it, like it just, I see it on my Xbox screen. I'm like, it's time to play blasphemous, you know? And I always put in like at least an hour just enjoying myself. Um, Next is dead space two. So I have kind of a new opinion on Dead Space 2. Um, right, you know when you go back to games and sometimes, I don't know, they're different than you remember them to be. That's probably quite frequent. Mm-hmm. So just to reiterate, Dead Space 2 has a hell of an opening, right? And it is a great horror game with like jump scares, mm-hmm. things leap out at you. There's a lot of fucking weird, vivid imagery. Um, the big thing with Dead Space 1 was you were on, you know, and Trees, jog my memory, you've played the original Dead Space. Did you play 2 or 3? Yeah, I played that trilogy there, okay. whatever was out. And um, I played a lot of them. Yeah, I liked them a lot. I even got okay. into the digital comic books. Yeah. Was there a cartoon? I can't yeah, remember. I've got I remember the I... digital comic book on my Xbox. It took a ton of work to find it, but the way... Mm. I, if Believe it or not, Trees, I was taken aback. I got that new, um, I know I talked about my hacked 360, but do you remember when I went to a retro game convention probably like six months ago and got a new, new Xbox, like the final iteration of the 360 that, um, and I grabbed it for like 60 bucks and it it loads Mm. up, if you're playing a 360, it loads up way faster. My original console, you know, the old Jasper chip, with the HDMI, like it was the first revision of those consoles right after the Red Ring of Death. Like Mm. that, when you boot it up, it takes like six years to get to the main menu. Whereas those new ones are like built for the new architecture of Xbox Live. And so it logs you in and just starts you up right away. And so I was wondering, because I wanted to go back and play some of those old Xbox Live games. And again, I've got a hacked console, so I could just download them. But I want the legit versions, especially if I get achievements. I want them to go onto my main gamer score. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I went back to look. And sure enough, man, I was able to download Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which has been long delisted. And I got Ninja Turtles Arcade, X-Men Arcade, Simpsons Arcade, um, Afterburner Climax, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reshelled Turtles in Time. You know, all that shit that, like, some people liked, some people hated. And one of those was, uh, I started looking at the media trees, and you ready to go back in time. The three things that I was like, oh, shit, those did exist, was I have the five-part um, miniseries of Alan Wake. Do you remember before Alan Wake came out, they had, like, five, ten-minute, like, mini-webisodes? No. Okay. So I'm a big Alan Wake fan, but yeah, I forgot those existed and I was able to find and download those. The same thing was true before Dead Rising 2 hit. They did a Dead Rising live action, but it looks like, you know, fucking like, you know, Mega 64, you know, web series, early web series circa 2007, you know, 
of like a dramatization of them in the mall. And it was, again, it was like Capcom paid for it. And it was like six 15 minute episodes. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the last one was the dead, the, sorry, the, um, the dead space, uh, virtual comics. So Dead Space before it came out had a graphic novel and a comic series. Like you could get it in book form or the comic series and the whole series was captured in um on Xbox and free, right? Like where it was like a virtual comic. It was like a self-guided comic, right? Where they like showed you the panels from the comic books but somebody read them. Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And those are pretty cool because in the original game that you're Isaac and you go on the Ishimura after all the shit went down, right? And so the comic tells the story of the planet where they first find yes. the, 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 the obelisk. Obel- yes. And then actually I have both of the animated movies, but the first one, I think it was called Downfall, tells, this was when EA was doing like, you know, comic movie comic anime video game. Like they did it for certain games. They did this for Dante's Inferno as well. But um, Downfall tells you the story of when all the shit goes down on the Ishimura, right? You get to see all the people, including Isaac's wife, when all that shit goes down and the necromorphs get out. And then the game Mm -hmm. starts up where Isaac goes to this derelict ship and discovers a bunch of shit's happened, right? And I know that in Dead Space, uh, what is it, Overkill? The uh, Wii game that was later on Dead Space 2. I have a PS3 copy of Dead Space 2 that has it on the disc. And I I played that originally on the Wii. Yeah, I really enjoyed that too. That was like a point and click, sort of like on rails sort of thing. It was an on rails shooter with like, but you could use the Wiimote um, nunchuck controller to kind of look around the room. It's it's longer too. It's like seven eight hours, uh, but it's really good. And they did the same thing with those Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles for the Resident Evils. I loved all those on rails, like pretty long but tells a story shooters. Hmm. And um, and yeah, the Overkill I think is better on the Wii. I'm getting that impression. You can do it on the PlayStation. You can use the Move, but the Move implementation on PlayStation Three sucks. Like PlayStation 3's camera just cannot see the move very well. It's way clumsier than you're used to either using it on a anyone who's used it on a PS4 and especially with PSVR, like it 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 might seem clumsy on PSVR, but you ain't seen nothing until you try to use the move on a PS3. It's it's borderline unplayable. Yeah. And so you can use a controller where you use the analog sticks, but a lot of the stuff that's built into the game, such as looking around or reloading or like the, the jump scare events, those are like lost when you're just using a controller, right? Cause reloading, mm-hmm. you don't have to shoot off screen and stuff like that. So right. I would say the better version is on, um, is on the Wii. Um, <clears throat> and just in case people are looking it up, both dead space two on PS Three, but I don't know if there was a version that didn't have overkill on the disc. Um, that's cheap if you can find it online or at a GameStop. And Dead Space Overkill on the Wii. Like, it seems like every single Wii game has, like, hit the bubble where they're worth a bunch of money. Not overkill. It's worth, like, $4. That yeah, game yeah. didn't sell well. It only sold, like, 25,000 copies. And normally that means it's rare and, and people want it. No one gives a nope. fuck about that game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, 
because I, I have my copy on the Wii and I was like, now that my Wii's hacked and I can just rip it, I wonder if it's worth some money and I can get rid of it. Nah. No. <laughs> it's better to just keep the disc in case I'd ever need it. Um, but, and I'm going to go back to it because here's what's interesting, Trees, and I'll talk about Dead Space 2 in a minute, but I found out that the DLC for Dead Space 2 is called Severed. Oh. And it's it's compatible with the backward compatible version on 360. And it's like six bucks or something, six ninety-nine, I think. But what it tells is the story of the lead character from the uh from Downfall. Or did I say overkill? No, it's not overkill, it's downfall. Okay. From or whatever that one was, from the Wii game. Mm-hmm. That character, I guess, survives. Well, I guess that makes sense because you get to the end of the game, but like yeah. He survives and he ends up on the planet where Dead Space 2 starts up. And so the Severed DLC is playing that character through certain scenes with Isaac in the... So when you're playing as Isaac, there's certain doors that are locked and stuff like that in the main area in like the first half of the game. And it's because they go back to those areas and do from a different perspective with this other character. So I'm not going to do it right away, but I do want to go back and replay that on-rails shooter and then play the severed DLC where I play as that character in the Dead Space 2 universe. It's kind of a cool concept. Yeah, it is. But anyway, so back to Dead Space 2. If you play it, and first of all, Dead Space 1, 2, and 3 are all on Game Pass. So you don't have Mm. to own them, but they go on sale all the time. So I picked up, I think they were $3.75 a piece. And I always do the Xbox reward stuff. So every month I get a $10 gift card. And then uh, for Xbox, and then I get the $5 GameStop, you know, credit, and they still let you walk in and just buy a $5 Xbox or PlayStation code. So I just buy an Xbox code. So every month I start the month with $15 on Xbox that I can just buy random shit with. And so I remember one time, this was probably over a year ago. But when the Dead Space stuff goes on sale, it's always $375. And so I buy the trilogy. You can buy the trilogy for like 10 bucks. Like, why not? But mm-hmm. it is all on Game Pass. And what they've done, it was one of the, they were one of the later ones where they enhanced it, right? So it runs at 720p, like they always did, but it's got FPS boost. So it runs at 60 frames a second, which I understand, Trees, you may not notice, but <laughs> you'll notice yeah. it runs smoother than you remember it. I will say that. Like, Isaac's in that suit, right? So he always seems kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. But he just seems to move a little smoother now. Um, and it does throw auto HDR in there, which is very useful because the light and dark, like having the light and dark parts of the screen really works in this uh, game. And it looks better than you remember, which is not usually the case. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell people right now, if you run a PS2 game with that PS2 emulator on PS4, so if you buy like a PS2 game on PS4 and go back and play it, you're going to be like, fuck. Whereas like everything on, because that emulator is not that good. I'm sorry, Sony, but it's not that good. But man, everything on PS uh, or on Xbox just seems to look a little better when you play it, you know, through back compat. So, but anyway, I played through that game and I remember that game being really good start to finish. And I will say by and large, I still agree with that. I enjoyed myself, but that game is 15 chapters And you're working at a decent cadence where like each chapter is about an hour and then you get to like chapter nine, 10 and 11 and they needed to pad that game out. You can tell they threw that in later and they're just too damn long. 
They're really long. There's no story beats. It's just a lot of kill rooms. Mm. And you just, I I hate to say it, I kind of got a little bored. And I remember getting kind of exhausted uh, because it was near Halloween, right? Like I played 9, 10, 11 largely through like this week where I didn't have a whole lot of game time. But like, I remember it takes me like two sittings to get through like chapter 10, especially chapter 10 is like two and a half hours long. And you're like, and nothing happens in the story. And you're like, fuck, why are we doing this? And it was just like, you can tell they just needed to pad it out or they had all these ideas in the hopper, right. That were already built. And you know, an EA suit was like, well, you can't trim this. This game's already short. We're selling a single player game for 60 bucks. And they, no, you know what? This was the one where they added multiplayer also. And I think I remember a lot of the multiplayer areas were largely in that middle of the game, Mm -hmm. that, that act two, I would say of the game. And, um, it just seems like they took a lot of the multiplayer maps and slapped them all together and just padded out the single player experience so that that game would have been like a seven to eight hour game and it becomes a Mm -hmm. nine to 10 hour game with those in there. So I get it, but yeah, that I found a little exhausting. And then they really, Oh, sorry. I remember I played so much of one, like dead space one. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember how far apart the games are, but, um, there's a part in two where the Ishimura is like in dry dock. This is and that get, area I'm talking that's what about. You're talking the about, lead right? up to, and, and then the entering of and playing through right. the Ishimura. Yeah. And when you get back on that ship, it was like nuts how much of the ship I remembered because I played so much of one and they recreated. Like, it's like you're going back into the same place. I have to commend them on that. I thought it was cool originally when that game came yeah. out and it still was cool, right? Yeah. And so that's where I say like, even though I felt the certain parts of the that area was a little long in the tooth, it was still cool, right? They still yeah. do cool gameplay stuff. Um, but, and then the the other problem I had was at the end of the, the back, you know, chapters, Parts of chapter 11 and then 12, 13, 14, and 15, it's a roller coaster. You are moving fast. In fact, mm-hmm. chapters 13, uh, I think, yeah, 13, 14, and 15, I think chapters 14 and 15 are like 10 minutes <laughs> because I started up my game tonight. I finally finished it tonight. Um, and uh, I started my game at like 7.15 and I was on chapter 13 and I had beaten the game by like, 750. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, shit, (laughs) like I was waiting for my wife to get home and I was like, shit, I got through this. And then they have this long ending cut scene and and some stuff happens and I'll leave that to the players. But, um, I was like, fuck, like chapter 15 was roughly as long as that final cut scene. (laughs) Like, (sighs) but what they do there is they really ramp shit up. And I had some issues with that. Like there, what would happen is they really got into a point and you may remember this. You may not. Um, not only is there a new enemy type, that's kind of like a, I'll, I'll kind of spoil it now. It's kind of like a tyrant type where it just like carries you around, but you really shouldn't try to kill it. You just have to deal with it. But also the way like they spawn enemies in those later rooms, it's like you enter a room, you might barely survive or you might die 
and then you enter the room and then you solve it. And there's just far, and there's not enough areas where you can trade out your weapons. Cause there were times where I'd enter a room and I'd be like, oh, this room is perfect if I use the detonator or this room would be perfect if I had, you know, the line gun or the ripper blade, but right. I can't go back because you have to wait for a store to change it out. And so huh. that was kind of annoying. Cause it's like, well, once you know when things are going to spawn, the rooms are easy. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but they're, they're manageable. And if you have the right weapon, they're manageable. But since you don't have an ability to change your weapons and you have to die first and then respawn, it wasn't scary anymore. And it was kind of, I wouldn't even say it was frustrating as much as it was annoying, right? Where you're like, right. okay, you guys crammed too much into the end here. And I know it's supposed to be tense, but it's not. Because you just get into, I don't know, and maybe I'm different than most people, but like in those final, especially like chapter 14, particularly, there was like a series, like it's only like 10 rooms or something. And you're just moving room to room. That's like kill box to kill box. And like, I probably died on half of them. And it was like, okay, I'm used to this pattern. Walk into a room, barely survive, realize my health is so down. I don't have any health because I can't get any health because you buy those in stores or you move them from storage. I finished that game with too much resource management. You know what I mean? I finished right. that game where in my storage at the shop, I've got like 10 med packs but I didn't bring them with me because I didn't know when I would need them. And so they needed to figure that out. I think they do a little bit better in three where your inventory is manageable at any time. But while it was novel that they did that, it it sucked because when you needed to change weapons or you needed health, which was something that in both Silent Hill and in Resident Evil, you have methods to go to those storage areas, right? And like course correct. You couldn't do it unless you reloaded your save, and I didn't want to do that. And so right. the the middle is padded and the back half is annoying. I wouldn't say it was frustrating. It was annoying, but it's still very effective. I also thought that that eye thing, do you remember that eye thing when you have to stick the needle in your eye? Yeah, is that in three? No, it's in two. That is two? I thought that was three. Right? Well, I'll tell you why you think that. that and what I remember was that was in the E3 demo. They showed that in the E3 demo. And what's fascinating to me is it's like the ass end of two. You do it right before you go to the end of that game. And I, hmm. I'm i guessing they had to rearrange when they did that scene, right? For the interest of the story. But I don't think ever again have I seen something where it's like so close to the end of the game. I remember playing through it. Yeah, just like you trees tonight. Because I did it like tonight. And I remember playing through it and I was like, am I misremembering? I could have sworn the needle thing was in two, but maybe it's in three. And then I got to like the end of the game and I'm like, oh no, it's right here. Okay. <laughs> mm. So anyway, okay. you might That's do funny. it again in three. I don't remember. I started playing that with my buddy, Matt, because he'd never played it. And I played through all of these Dead Space games on the PS3. And so it was kind of it's kind of fun going through them again on the 360 because one uh, first of all two and three got the FPS boost in the auto HDR, but also um, I can unlock achievements because I've never played them on those consoles, and so right. that's been fun too. But um, we played through it in co-op, and Dead Space Three is very long. I think we got ten hours in and we realized we were only like halfway through the game, and we were like, okay, <laughs> that game was good, but it's very long. And you need to buy that DLC that was called like, 
It's so funny. That game is so long. It's like 20 hours, 15, 20 hours, depending on how long you play. And it's really cool in co-op because one year, one of the team, you know, whoever's player two sees <laughs> hallucinations that aren't there. And so you look like a batshit insane person to your player yeah. one. But, um, but you get to the very end of that game and you get this kind of like cliffhanger ending and you have to buy the DLC and the DLC is super short. It's like 45 minutes. And it's like, what? And it's like expensive. I think even now it's 15 bucks. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was like that bad tendency that EA did back then and games were doing in general. But anyway, so finished Dead Space 2. Like I said, just seemed a little padded and a little annoying. But by and large, I still love that game. But I remember that game being like, if you had asked me, I think I would have told you Dead Space 2 was probably the apex of horror in mm. the 360 PS3 era, right? There were oh, very yeah. few games that competed with the Dead Space series and especially 2 because 2 is definitely the strongest in the series. Mm. And but, just a yeah. action game in general. It was like a good... Like, it was scary, but it was, it was also, like, fun to run around and shoot shit. Like, it wasn't like... It wasn't... Yeah, it was a good... It was a good mix because I don't like horror games and I mm-hmm. liked Dead Space. Yeah, it was good. It did it did jump scares, but it still kept people like you, which I think is tough to do, right? It mm-hmm. balanced it just enough. And of course, they love to fuck with Capcom, right? They tried to up the Capcom game because they kept going, oh, and you can move when you shoot. And that whole, remember they re-released four mm-hmm. and then they released five and six all during the 360 PS3 era. And in all of those, you couldn't walk and shoot still in <laughs> Capcom games. So there was all this Dead Space stuff where you could do it. <laughs> so, but yeah, like Dead Space and like, uh, what is it? Shadows of the Damned, that Suda51 Shinji Mikami joint. Like those mm-hmm. are on that short list of very effective over the shoulder Resident Evil style action shooters that were just very good on this console generation. So it was very cool. So, and I definitely want to go back and I'll probably finish the back half of Dead Space 3. But um, but I want to I want to take a breather and then sometime soon, probably before the Callisto Protocol comes out, revisit the uh, on-rail shooter and play that severed DLC because I've never done those before. But. Right. All right. <clears throat> and then I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with something light, Trees. So like I said, you know, I get that light. free credit. Um, okay. And so I had, and I bank it sometimes, right? You can always bank it with that that store credit. So I didn't really find anything in sales and stuff in the month of October that I liked um, until that House of the Dead remake finally went on sale on Xbox. Um, it went on sale for like 16 bucks or something. And I remember people had said that with a mouse, the House of the Dead Steam version wasn't that fun and... Um, and I never really saw it on sale. And then um, the House of the Dead remake did end up on, um, what was it, uh, Switch. And a lot of people were saying that was the best version. But I guess the um, the one part that it doesn't work very well with was the, um, the motion controls. And I was okay. like, well, fuck, that would be the one reason why I'd want that version. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I had like 25 bucks store credit and it went on sale for like 16. And I was like, <clears throat> eh, how bad could it be? Let's check it out. 
And I remember, so a lot of the complaints people have is really the complaints that people would have about the original House of the Dead. Like, I don't know. Did you like that game? Do you remember playing it much? Um, I mean, story-wise and stuff, I don't remember. But nah. I remember I played it like everybody else, the hype of it. Everybody was like that. It was in arcades. Maybe you were lucky enough yeah. to have a friend who had a Saturn um, mm-hmm. copy of it. And I do have the Saturn version, but those graphics are just so rough. Mm-hmm. I and think like, I played it in the arcade. Yeah, it was most fun in the arcade. Um, I struggle with MAME to emulate it because I don't think you can emulate it in MAME. I think you have to use a different arcade thing. Was there? I know there was typing of the dead, but was there a House mm-hmm. of the Dead on the Dreamcast too? So there was House of the Dead 2 was on 2 Dreamcast. X, blah, 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 blah. Like one of those ones with the long title. Oh, no, it was just literally House of the Dead 2. Yeah, that was it. And there was a light gun, but unfortunately my light gun broke on my Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the light gun works at acknowledges the triggers being pulled, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work, which is too bad because there are some great light gun shooters on the Dreamcast that were just Sega arcade games because it's that Naomi platform. Um, but House of the Dead 2, I seem to remember one was unlockable, but it must have been something in my brain because that was not the case. It's just House of the Dead 2. House of the Dead 2 was also released... Um, well, what happened was House of the Dead 3 was then released on the Xbox, the original Xbox... And that does have a light gun, but I play my Xbox on an HDTV, so I can't use it. And in House of the Dead 3, you could unlock House of the Dead 2 on Xbox. And then they released that port also on Wii, where you could play House of the Dead 3 and unlock House of the Dead 2. I think it was called House of the Dead 2 and 3. Maybe it was just unlocked at the beginning. And that is my preferred way to play House of the Dead 2 and 3, is using the Wiimote. And then House of the Dead 3 and 4 were re-released on the PlayStation 3 with move support. And that's how I have those. And I don't mind playing it with a controller and thumbstick and stuff like that just to play House of the Dead 4. But that that especially is what made going all the way back to those clunky Saturn graphics a little difficult. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not the Saturn's graphics in general I'm talking about because there's like Crypt Killer and like Area 51 and various other light gun games that are, and Virtua Cop that are on the Saturn. And I'm perfectly fine with those. But the way they like downscaled the House of the Dead graphics, Sega just didn't do a really mm-hmm. strong job on that port. So it's just, and it just runs kind of shitty. So it's just not fun to play. Uh. But so playing this, the graphics are updated. They're, they're all remade in Unity. So it's like a completely different game. It kind of looks like, you know, a modern day game, right? Like, mm-hmm. and. It's that exact game, Trees, like through and through. Through and through. And they have new scoring. So if you just add, oh, the other thing is obviously you're using a controller. And so you can use right trigger to shoot, left trigger to reload, or you can use A to shoot, B to reload. You can use any combination you want. Um, But it does make the game a lot easier if you don't have to shoot off screen to reload, right? Right. But that game's cheesy as fuck. It's arcade cheesy. difficulty was brutal. It was meant to suck your quarters. And in this one, you don't get quarters. It's an interesting way of doing it. You get score like you always did, but then you pay 10,000 points to get another credit. Hmm. And so the idea is you have to do well enough to score enough so that you can do it. And then the challenge is to try to beat the game with 60,000 points. So... What? Sorry if you mentioned this. What was the one on the uh, Wii? 
The one in the movie the was called House of the Dead 2 yeah. and 3. 2 and 3. And 3 was done like a grindhouse style. Sorta. No, so, okay, sorry. That's the last one. Okay, so real quick, we'll just go over the House of the Dead series since this there's not much to tell <laughs> I about I just this. remember the so. one they did on the Wii and it was like a big deal because... Okay, like, so that, like that one's new. called Overkill. That's why I knew Overkill. it wasn't Dead Space Overkill. <laughs> yeah, That's so what I was thinking of. House Overkill. of the Dead Overkill. I played that one. <laughs> was on the Wii. That was the Grindhouse version. That was also ported to the PS3 and I have that version where it got oh, HD okay. visuals. And then what's hilarious, and I have this on Steam and love it, Trees. I play it on my live stream all the time. Was they released... Typing of the Dead Overkill on Steam. Mm. So they re-released Typing of the Dead, but they used that game as the 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 topic. And that's really fun to play as well. How's the Dead Overkill is hands down the best of that franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been waiting for them to release House of the Dead 5. House of the Dead 5 was like the roller coaster one, uh, meaning you got into a motion chair and it would blow air on you. And when this thing would chase you, it would be it would drop water on your back. And then um, there was a screen in front of you and behind you. But like they obfuscated it with a curtain. And so what would happen is in the middle of it, you would be strapped into the chair and it would whip the chair 180 degrees and then like reveal the screen behind you and block or re- reveal the screen that was to your back and block the screen. And it was, you know, for surround sound stuff or for surrounding. And I thought it would always be good either in VR or just to just do a dirty port like they did with House of the Dead 4 on like PS4 and or Xbox or Steam or something. But they never did do it. So it'd be cool if they did, but they never did. Mm-hmm. Um but as somebody who has the entire franchise, yeah. So there's there's one, again, if you're nostalgic for one and you just want to have something to go back and play every now and again, I mean, the whole game is 45 minutes long. But right. I found it fun for what it is. Maybe, you know, 25 is definitely a lot for what that is. I cannot believe they even released a cartridge copy on Switch, but it's just to make money. Um Especially if I'm using rewards points and we're talking 16 bucks, that was way easier pill to swallow. And it's just fun to have because it's a it's a version of House of the Dead one that's kind of more streamlined with my other versions. Again, I still think two and three, the best way to play that is on the Wii with like HD TVs nowadays and stuff. It's just the easiest way if you still have a Wii or Wii U. Um, three and four are on PSN. So for as long as you can do that, or if you hack your PS3, you can probably download a version of it and play those there. Um, and then Overkill is on Wii, Overkill's on PS3, and then Typing of the Dead Overkill, and maybe the original Overkill, but I doubt it, is on Steam. So mm. there's a lot of ways to play House of the Dead stuff, and it probably has more... Fan, uh, you know, Sega makes it more readily available than you'd think for that franchise. <laughs> for a franchise that's based off of light guns, which are just non-existent right. now. But yeah, so it was fun to play House of the Dead. You know, and I was like, eh, cool. Those are a, those are a fun thing to turn on once in a while. Yeah, they're they're fun. So, like I said, I'm not saying you buy it, but if people are interested, and again. I'm telling you whether you do it on, well, PlayStation doesn't have a way to do it, but that Xbox rewards thing trees, like I, all I do is I do the Bing searches every day with the app. And I don't mean doing the stupid thing they used to do where you'd have to search a hundred searches on Bing. I don't do that. There's just like daily stuff where it's like daily, like 
your horoscope or it's National Pizza Day. And they just take you to a couple websites or Bing searches. And then they do like quizzes. And I usually get like two or 300 points a day from that. Every week in the rewards app for Xbox, there's, you know, a handful of things for you to do and you'll get some points there. And as long as you do them every day, you stack them up. And next thing you know, yeah, you're getting about eight to 10,000 points a month. And that means every month, if you stay on the auto redeem, you get 10 bucks auto redeemed on the first of every month. And then with GameStop, if you are part of their rewards program, which I find very useful because I pay 10 bucks on Black Friday and then I get five bucks every single month for 12 months. So I get way more money back and I just go get an Xbox $5 card. And when that goes away, I'll still probably use it. But Mm -hmm. for now, I just get 15 bucks in store credit and just buy random shit like the severed DLC is what I'll probably buy this month, you know. And I know people who stack them, you know, because there's other people who are like, Fred, if you wait four months, you can buy a full game. And I'm like, I I could. (laughs) But I Mm -hmm. use it to buy random DLC because I'm a big DLC person. I know not a lot of people buy DLC, but I usually use it for DLC or random retro games or random games that go on sale like dirt cheap where I'm like, why not? So, but yeah. So with that though, that's it. That's it. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, woof. Yeah, we probably. You better play a lot. You better play a lot in the next three days. There's something to talk about. So yeah, I'm gonna start the uh, Resident Evil Winters expansion, (laughs) and I'm also starting Plague Tale Plague Tale Requiem. And then oh, yeah. once I finish Blasphemous, I'm going to start uh, Trials of Mana. So. Okay. So, and I am doing some retro stuff. I probably won't talk about it too much on here. But for those that are curious, um, I never want to promise anything. But just know that I've got YouTube videos in the works. I'm not going to make any promises to what they'll be or what their cadence will be. But for those that are interested... Yeah, my YouTube will probably be worth watching. And I did get the handle finally. So youtube.com forward slash GH101 will take you to my YouTube page finally. So I got GH101. Yippee skippy. So uh, again, I haven't published anything in a while. You know, I did a, a retrospective on 1990s you know, holiday season and what game Mm -hmm. systems were out and stuff. So if you want a little blast from the past, go ahead. But uh, yeah, I'll be covering some more random retro stuff on there, but, but by and large trees. Yeah. Those are, those are my big games to play in November is resident evils, DLC, um, plague tale. Cause that was my game of the year when it came out. And I definitely want to try trials of mana. And when I'm done with that, I'm going to do that Kena bridge of spirits. Cause I've got a disc copy of that. And, People tell me it's like old school action platformery kind of stuff. So on the PS5. So I want to give that a go. So cool. So yeah, I'll get some stuff in the pike, but I don't know how, how much I'll play uh, before. Right, I, oh, right. actually, I got a weekend coming up. No, I should be good. All right. So, all righty, sir. Cool well, then with that, beast. at nearly three hours, we'll call it a, we'll call it a show three again. Hours. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? How does it happen? I don't uh, know. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's me. This week yeah. is definitely my fault. <laughs> definitely my fault. So, all righty, sir. Well, until next week. All happy right. gaming. All right, later. <laughs>